Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 61, Movie Mental Breakdown. Think Like a Man, 2012, and Think Like a Man 2, 2014. Okay, so I've really been trying to wrap my head around uh, (laughs) this one because it was hard. Mm -hmm. You know, not that the movie itself is a a difficult breakdown, Mm -hmm. but keeping up with the movie was difficult. Mm -hmm. The structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the editing in this film is Choppy. hard. It's like they're teleporting. Uh huh. It's it's like jump here, back here, jump over here, back over there, back here, back over there, and back around. And I'm gonna narrate throughout it. Uh huh. <laughs> so like as I was typing, my fingers were like, "What's going on? This is not a scene." I was like, "Yeah, no, this isn't a scene because it's like three different scenes in one mm-hmm. that all make this one scene." Mm-hmm. Um. So for me, this was gonna be one that I was like, "Okay, we're gonna have to break these down by a couple." Mm-hmm. not by how the movie progresses yeah yes very much so um but just so y'all know who the characters are uh we have cedric who is played by kevin hart uh dominic is played by michael ely yes mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh jeremy is played by jerry ferreira uh michael is played by terrence j mm-hmm. zeke is played by uh romany malco and uh, um, Dennis Haysbert plays Uncle Eddie. Mm-hmm. He's known yes, as the Allstate Man. Yes, All that grown state. man right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very smooth. Yes, yes. Uh, for the ladies, we finally get to say Regina Hall, <laughs> not <laughs> Regina King. Uh, she plays Candace. Uh, Taraji P. Henson uh, plays Lauren. Megan Good plays Maya. Um, Kristen is played by Gabrielle Union. Uh, Loretta, who is um, Michael's mother, is played by Jennifer Lewis. Miss Loretta. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, their friend, uh, Sonia, is played by Lala Anthony. And then, of course, there are some additional, you know, kind of characters in there. But those, mm-hmm. those are your main yeah. folks yeah. between Chris, the two movies. Chris Brown kept popping. Alex kept popping mm-hmm. in. Like, that mm-hmm. was so random. <laughs> some audible mentions, though, because I just want to make sure we do get them. They little little credit is... Um, Gary Owen, who plays Ben. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot him and his wife. And then uh, Wendy McLendon Covey, who plays his wife, Tish, in the second movie. Mm-hmm. And DeVoe from Belle Bill DeVoe. Who plays <laughs> DeVoe. Yes. He was. Uh-huh. Oh, and um, Cedric's wife, also, who's played by Kevin Hart, his wife, um, Gail, is played by Wendy Williams. That's Wendy, right. Wendy, right. Wendy. Mm-hmm. So they're all your characters. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so what group do we want to start with? What 
for the individuals. I had Dominic and Lauren first. That was the first couple that I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, yeah. I, so I started off just with the weirdness that Cedric <laughs> was doing mm. in in the uh, the bar. caveman. Yeah. Oh, or in the, before. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did that too. I did that part too. Yeah, I started up. Well, so my notes start off with talking about the song "If This Is a Man's World," mm-hmm. you know, because that's what's playing um, as the opening credits and the cartoon scene is kind of going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was a good pick for this movie considering mm-hmm. you know it's all about thinking like a man yeah. and um you know kind of what the end fruition at least for the first movie kind of where they all end up mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. it really ties back to the lyrics of that song that's true yeah. um because like james said this is a man's world but it wouldn't be nothing nothing without nothing. a woman or yeah. a girl <laughs> One thing that I did think was interesting in the narration part at the beginning with the caveman cartoon thing is Kevin Hart was talking about how they used to have to work mm-hmm. to get a woman. Yeah. Now they don't got to do that was, nothing. Yes, I, did too. I thought that was interesting too. So I was like, because huh. he huh. said that that mm-hmm. used to be their goal to marry her. So mm-hmm. because what they wanted, they could Required that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I did. I wrote that down too. I was like, oh, that's very interesting. And very um, poignant for today's time, mm-hmm. you know, if people follow kind of like that red pill, blue pill, uh, incel, you know, kind of um, mm-hmm. faction. Yeah. Or even, I, well, I know the pink pill is a specific podcast, but, um, you know, when you if you follow that kind of um, those areas of YouTube or um, even Instagram or Facebook, you hear a lot of this kind of um, talk today about men and lack of work or you know not putting in efforts or Mm -hmm. things like that and um this shift towards specifically for black women like requiring different things requiring Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. and it seems to be at least in the social media realm to be causing a lot of tension yeah um between the two yeah i agree with that um the other thing that i noticed in the beginning of the movie is the breakdown of the type of men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I wrote those down. Yeah, I did too. I was like, yeah. see, we on the same uh-huh. page. Uh, so interns, they uh, are going to be dealing with, you know, four specific people, but also kind of a fifth. And so you have the player. Mm-hmm. Which uh, was Zeke. Which is Zeke, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Romany Malco. Then you have the mama's boy, which is Michael, who is played by Terrence J. Then you have the dreamer, which is the beautiful <laughs> Michael Ely. Michael Ely, honey. The swag. The swag that <laughs> it, he has yes. in his spirit. Yes. And then you have the non-committer, who was played by uh, Jerry Ferrara. I almost called him Jeremy <laughs> because mm-hmm. they so both are J's. Yeah. And so, and then the other one is you do have the divorced guy, which is um, played by Kevin Hart. And then you also have a happily married guy. He's like the grounding, but aloof idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Bennett. Mm-hmm. I know. Gary Owen. The slight voice of reason mm-hmm. for all you the know. men. I look at him strange now since he ain't really doing that. With yeah, his now his life. personal life is a whole nother story. Okay. Um, so, do we want to start off with uh, Dominic and Lauren? Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me get That's down fine. to that part of my notes. Okay. Dominique. So, one of the things... Um, you want to introduce them first, though? Each of our couples, like we did for, why did I get married? Like, 
who they are, some of their things that they. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I was getting ready to talk about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Lauren is kind of like your stereotypical career woman. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she's very, very successful um, in her career and has taken on a lot of what would be considered traditional masculine, mm-hmm. um, what you call them, identities or yeah. behaviors. Uh, she's a COO for, I would almost say, a Fortune 100 company. Um, and it's had a lot of trouble in the man area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, she's currently... She is the man of the relationship <laughs> as far as what she's been described as. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very specific about what she wants she wants a man that has that's her equal so she's definitely a alpha Mm -hmm. and she's also stuck in the past Mm -hmm. yes not really willing to compromise um and is very competitive that was one of the things i wrote later about her um or just kind of their dynamic that when you uh enter into a relationship with under the guise of competition mm-hmm. you've already set up a dynamic that's not going to be healthy between you and uh, your partner but she is really competitive about um, accolades and accomplishments and I want someone that has at least equal or higher to um, what I have mm-hmm. but not necessarily considering for the stage that she's at that her prospects are very mm-hmm. limited yeah. um considering you are a black woman that is a COO of a major corporation. And if you want another black man, you have a extremely, extremely small pool. Cause um, she's also still has the opportunity to move up. Yep. Yes. Uh, so, but she, if you could, this basically this movie is a walking stereotype of just about all Everything. of these, these yeah. characters. Now y'all, her bob was always fire. Every her this, hair was beautiful. Yeah, this know. was the era of Taraji P Henson having these bobs, and she got that nice thick hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her hair was bomb. Yeah, mm. yeah, I loved her. In the P. first Henson. one and the second one, mm-hmm. I was like, Lord like, Jesus, like, her hair. Both is, of these looks. Uh huh. Yep. Dang, I wish I wouldn't have cut off my hair. <laughs> yeah, her hair was beautiful. Yeah. It almost make you want to go back and get a relaxer because I was like, dang, her hair is it's swinging back there, boy. It is, but she's natural. Yeah, she is. Ah. That's a whole nother story. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so, and she is also best friends with, um, Candace, AKA Candace. Candace. (laughs) Yes. I didn't say Regina, uh, Hall's character name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You 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 did. Mm -hmm. I did. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. I thought I missed that. Um, she is also best friends with Candace, um, but they don't really do a whole lot of backstory on how they became. Yeah. Their relationship. You just know. Yeah. That she the godmama of yeah. Duke and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where we start with uh, Lauren. Mm-hmm. And then we have Dominic, who is, again, your stereotypical dreamer. He is down and out. You know, he's dated a lot of women and he has, <laughs> he's the guy with potential. He has, you know, we talked about this in previous sessions about dating somebody for potential, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't go anywhere at the stage that we originally see him in the film. He has no plans. And, you know, one of the, the dates that he was on, the young lady decided that that's, that wasn't good enough for her. 
mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, that's yeah. what we were talking about in one of our sessions that you have to determine if that's okay, if you're okay with being with a dreamer, because mm-hmm. I mean, we'll talk about it later, but for him, it worked out. Like we said in our previous sessions, it may work out, but you may get some that don't. Yeah. It may stay in dreamland. Mm-hmm. Whatever that line was, the Tika Sumter, this is her real name. I can't remember who she was oh, she's in the so movie. Beautiful. Whatever that line was, it was cold blooded. When she dumped him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I can't remember what it was, but y'all go watch the movie obviously and hear it. But like, I was like, I need, <laughs> I don't date nobody, but I can use it somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she definitely just dropped the mic on him. Yeah, um, and it was almost like he was shocked. Like, right? Oh, you're yeah. actually leaving me? Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, because I think he had changed like four times. Uh huh. She mm-hmm. named a few that he first. You wanted to do this. Now you wanted to do that. And now you want to do this? No, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because then it becomes how long do you expect a person to sit by on the sidelines and wait? while you figure it out you know Mm -hmm. would it be um healthier for your relationships for you to figure out whatever it is you want to do or need to do first then invite somebody into your life versus kind of dragging them along with you and the whole time they're just kind of sitting in this holding pattern and they can't grow and move forward because they're you know stuck with you but see you know then you have those people who if i wait then i don't know if you with me because you love me or because of my money that yes well i mean that's going to be part of it because that's what comes with you mm-hmm. or you become the starter woman mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. that happens too yeah uh so but like we said he's a stereotypical kind of dreamer he um recently lost his job and then started working for uh, he was a chef at that restaurant mm-hmm. and then became a chef at the restaurant where well out was he a sh- no, he wasn't even a chef. I think he was valet actually. He was and he on, was he was on the line he and he was, did valet. So okay. he was he didn't have a for real position. He was just really like in the floater. kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's how we are introduced to the two of them. Mm-hmm. You know, um said Taraji, mm-mm. Lauren <laughs> and Candace. And so I gather she had come in there several times because the, that's her the spot. way yeah. And she said she was a foodie. Mm, she sure did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're in there, you know, having their little dinner, you know, they girl talk and they're Lauren leaves. She's leaving. So she's getting her valet. Mm-hmm. And of course, now Dominic is like, what? She fine. Mm-hmm. You, but you saw her peeping him, too, though. She she knew he was fine, too. She <laughs> did. Because he's finer. Because she she was taking mm-hmm. that jacket off mighty slow. With okay. that bob just swing, okay. swinging in slow motion. But he's supposed to be bringing the car up. Right. Cause he valeting, he bringing mm-hmm. the car up, but he see her and he like, nah, this my opportunity. This Let me steal this hundred thousand dollar car okay. and drop. Don't know how to work. He can't he, roll the window down. Turn the music on. There's too much going on. And she's like, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how come you didn't peep that he didn't know how to work his own car. Okay. Cause you over there, you just looking in the car and you just looking, he looking at you, you looking at him, he looking at you. And, yeah, cause I'd have been like, "You okay? You all right?" Cause, cause you done let the whole door up. You because they got butterfly doors. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, my face would have been all scrunched up. Like, <laughs> your window not working. You got this car, but your window don't work. Exactly. Right. So of course they get to hollering at each other, mm-hmm. and he said he gonna pick her up. This is the, one of the plot things in movies that I never understand. <laughs> when they set up a date, 
but then they like, don't like exchange information. Like you don't see that part. They're like, yeah. okay, well I'll just pick you up at eight. I almost cuss. How? Uh-huh. You don't you know nothing about, you don't know my number. You don't even, you don't know nothing. You don't know mm-hmm. my name. Nothing. But mm-hmm. you just say, I'm going to pick you up at eight. Mm-hmm. And then y'all just drive off. And that's it. And he loses his job. <laughs> because he just <laughs> stole the car. You about to lose your job. And he did. He just danced. Uh, so that's our introduction to Dominic and uh, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Now, they go on their first date. Mm-hmm. Which was nice. Mm-hmm. It really was pretty. Yep. It really it was, was. It was nice. The, the vibes was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like they had probably the most organic chemistry. Uh, chemistry. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just who they are as uh, actors. actors. Yeah. Because yeah, they had Taraji. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll she'll kiss the soul out of you, girl. And then kiss. Michael Baby. will kiss the soul out of you. So you put that together. I it was, was like, all tongue action. I was like, I was Michael, like, ain't you married with kids? Cause your cause your wife approved that what, that kiss right there. Cause that look like a real. He don't have a disclaimer like Boris and uh Nicole. That yeah. cause they they don't do that close mouth. <laughs> yeah, that was real. Yeah, that's... you saw all of it you, on the side. Yeah. I'm like, like, y'all better get that good kiss in Mm -hmm. to Raji. Where is my person that want to kiss me? (laughs) That's what I miss from dating, kissing. I'm not Mm going to even answer that question because... I'll punch both of y'all. I know (laughs) where he is, but... No. Anyways, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, so, but the chemistry is flowing. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, so much this, so they started making that she's like wait 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 nope and I felt like that was such a real reaction so rewind okay. like even at the table like mm-hmm. the questions like yeah. he was like man she really she interested and she's like no that's a that's a dream mm-hmm. and that just yes. connected so much with mm-hmm. I was yeah. like oh look at her being open mm-hmm. yeah I thought that too I was like oh she's supporting for her to be the way she described herself when she was talking to Candace. Yeah. yeah. Like you really are supporting the fact that he has a dream. Mm-hmm. Cause by this point had she, they had um, exchanged about the book by this point. Yeah. Cause they exchanged at the dinner table. Yeah. I mean, oh, the yeah. restaurant. Yeah. So, you know, she was already, you know, they both, w- well, he wasn't playing a game. Well, he was cause he was lying about the money. Uh, but you know, by omission, by omission, Mm-hmm. You know, she was already kind of in that headspace of trying to like, okay, I'm going to take this information that I got from this book Mm -hmm. and see if it actually works. Um, And it did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because then they got back to the little condo. Yeah. And it was on and popping. Like Mm -hmm. popping. Like popcorn. Yeah, her... her They're both of them little reactions was he talking about some yeah I'm a Christian too and it just because <laughs> he all except for that one movie he always play no two movies he always plays these very like okay <laughs> I'm gonna wait but no I'm gonna go like he he always plays a genuinely good guy mm-hmm. except for them two movies yeah did y'all and see I that said part? reference yes I, I was like <laughs> it was multiple like Those. they were both. Somebody said, else just said break something. the fourth wall. They did. They broke the fourth wall. Like he just—he's crazy. He kills kids. Yeah, and he's saying it because yeah. he the person. Yes. I was like, God. I put that in my notes. It because it almost caught me off guard. I was like, Wait, hold on, wait, what? Uh huh. He just referenced a movie that he's in, and it was him. It was and his it was character. Him. <laughs> his mm-hmm. character. What? Yeah. And it was a Tyler Perry movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a Tyler Perry movie. I was like, Dang. Okay. 
Yeah, they did that ago. quite often. Like I feel like that whole that particular bar scene was like comedic genius. Like who? Well, I mean, we know who wrote it. Uh, Will Packer. He he wrote the mm-hmm. film yeah um and he did such a great job with that i was like y'all better be in here talking about stuff y'all done already did and big up in yourself in the middle of a movie okay yeah come on breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. it's funny sometimes uh but you know i liked their chemistry yeah mm-hmm. you can definitely tell that they're feeling each other and um when they woke up in the morning i like their breakfast in the bed girl mm-hmm. that's what i was ta- i wrote in my notes i was like oh that's such a sweet way to wake up unlike one of the other characters that we will talk about in a little bit yes um but you know it was a way for him to showcase himself mm-hmm. you know that the, he really is a good chef yeah the so, real part of him yeah and he's a sweetheart you yeah. know what mm-hmm. i mean you can tell that he really does have a good heart he might need to get a couple of new friends because they be sending him down a spiral that he don't need to go down yeah just lie to her don't you tell her the truth what Boy, the advice in this movie was horrible between uh cedric and zeke and zeke i say y'all need to sit down cedric yes. you don't even have a wife right now stop it you got a half wife right yeah, the advice, I was like, why are you guys encouraging this man to lie? And he want to tell the truth. That was my thing. Yes. He wanted to tell the truth, and y'all are like, no. Just tell him how to tell the truth. Like, I'm not telling him how to tell the truth. Just tell, <laughs> tell him, like, when. When is a good time? Like, okay, so don't do that when y'all just get out of having, stop having sex, because that ain't going to be the right time. Don't mm-hmm, do that. Mm-hmm. Do it in a different time. <laughs> do it while y'all having dinner mm-hmm. or something. Right. Yep. Because then what happens is... They see each other at a banquet dinner or, or some mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah, yeah, she was getting recognized for something, and you wanted a maitre d's. Yes, and you get nervous, girl. He wasn't even a maitre d. He was a server, a mm. hors d'oeuvre server. Oh, dropped a tray. Oh Lord! So you <laughs> was just. <sighs> he was one of the flock. He was, not even the head flock. Dang. <laughs> and then, like, you get nervous. I couldn't tell if she peeped him first, like if they saw each other at the same time or if she noticed him when he dropped the thing. He did. He, he dropped noticed it. her and then he got nervous and tried to turn around and uh, dropped it. And okay. that's when she looked out and so like, oh. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, this the pacing of this movie is like, if you're not paying attention, it yeah, you blink, you'll miss something. Um, so I couldn't tell if it was that or he noticed her first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, of course, she was like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, sugar honey iced tea uh-huh. uh and i would have been too yes yeah because because that's mm-hmm. one of those like audible like wait hold on how you drive a sports car and you a server because he don't because now it, the jig is up yeah and you don't have a choice and that jig got up quick mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah because at this point now what are you gonna do mm-hmm. you don't have a choice but to at a minimum at tell me that this vehicle is not yours. Mm-hmm. Like that's the minimum. Um, and he was honest with her. Yeah. Immediately from what we're gathering, they didn't really show that conversation, but you can tell mm-hmm. that he was forthcoming with all the information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause she continued to, uh, after some encouragement from Candace, Candace about mm-hmm. like, girl, don't be out here acting reckless. Cause that man is showing genuine interest in you and that's what you've been wanting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't throw it away because, you know. He don't have your status. Yeah, she was want. going in though because Candace was like, just because he doesn't have six figures and um, Lauren was like, he don't have four figures. She I was did. like, 
Come on now, stop I know, that. I know. She really did um put him out there. Yeah. <laughs> she put him out that bad. She did. <laughs> but he had everything else that she wanted. She sure did. I mean, he sure did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he was genuine after he told true. Mm-hmm. He was genuine, but he was really into her. Like he cared about her. Um, so I was very glad that Candace held her accountable. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And didn't like placate into that idea of you're better than him mm-hmm. um, just because you make more money than him. Yeah. And that those are the type of friends you really do need in your corner because they going to tell you the truth regardless of whether or not it hurt your feelings or bust your little bubble or not. Mm-hmm. Because that part. Yeah. Because, you know, you need th- those type of people around you. You need some cheerleaders, but you do also need some people who going to not let you fall into your foolishness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciated that at least about the female friends, mm-hmm. you know, that they did not let each other, yeah. you know, just act, act mm-hmm. out, out uh, recklessly. Now, until- what I will say with the guys is that anytime they were in Zeke's house, they normally did have pretty good advice. Cedric was stupid every time, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. he that is the only time that he really did give good advice because in that moment, Zeke and Cedric, you know, said, Hey, you know, you got to go all in, you know, make her a gourmet dinner. And yeah. like, she's at a five star uh, restaurant and like really do it big. You're going to have to like, yeah. Step your game up, even though his game technically was already stepped up, but he's having to make up for this lie that he's not mm-hmm. told. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I did like, and <laughs> I did like that. Uh, he had he he chose something to grab grab her in again. Mm-hmm. That wine bottle that not what was nineteen sixty eight something. Oh something. yeah, and she had got the the, the winner year. wrong. No. Yeah, and he was like, really, it was a uh huh. Because <laughs> he is cultured, he got to know that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was it. Hook, line, and sinker. Yep. Because she was already, the goose pimples was already crawling up her skin. Y'all see how she kept trying to ignore him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And scooting over. I said, girl. Girl, please. You already done saw the man now. That was it. Fine. <laughs> right. Once you, you, once you knocked on the door and he opened it, you was gone. That was it. You had me a hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he, he going to have to stop using Cedric as his wingman. Because when he was the limo driver, he talking about, <laughs> damn your skirt is short yeah and then when he uh was he was the person that was giving out the order he said whatever the second date yeah and he said I, whatever it was whatever quiche thing they were eating he said it wrong something like a crude tape that's not what they said but because that was where well, my french word but i was like no it was a french word and he was. said it horrible <laughs> and uh lauren and dominic corrected him and just nodded they head and he got you know her to order and he walked off eating them yes. sir you supposed to lead the hors d'oeuvres he said no these mine and they good <laughs> this man can cook clearly yeah, yeah. in multiple ways <laughs> <laughs> yes because he did tell them about uh balancing them uh chocolate covered strawberries uh and then you know later on in the film you know they got of course chocolate covered strawberries said he licking her real knee Mm-hmm. <laughs> that ain't a fake knee. Uh, keep on, sir. Okay. Keep on. Don't you want to stay married? No. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but as you know, the hijinks go. The guys find out about the book. You know, and mm-hmm. this will be across the board for all of the characters. Yeah. And then you know, it becomes like a two can play that game kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, the women weren't playing a game. They no. were trying to 
abide by the advice that was given in yeah. the book. Mm-hmm. Which I had, I have thoughts about all of that. I read those books. I read the first, I read half of the first one. I didn't finish it. Yeah. I read some of the first one. Yeah. I feel like it's some good advice in there, but I do feel like it's kind of kitschy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get that, you know, some people need, it's palpable something like that but you know us coming from a therapeutic mindset it really wasn't a deep dive into working on these things becoming more in tune with yourself I do think he gave some 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 stuff away that the men what probably wasn't trying to get away right Mm -hmm. right absolutely um so yeah I don't I agree with you I don't think the women were trying to play a game I mean in essence they they were but I don't think the intent behind it was to play games Mm -hmm. it was to be able to open up you know, and correct their behaviors, correct yeah. their behavior um, so that they can receive the type of love that they've been looking for. Yeah. Now, the men, on the other hand, felt like they were getting played because yeah. they weren't ready for love. Well, Jeremy Dominic wasn't. was ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeremy the rest was not. of them were not. No. Zeke was Zeke not. Was girl, not. when we get to him. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He not. was not. Um, Jeremy was not. Jeremy was not. Michael really wasn't either, even though he really liked her. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, we'll get I think into it his was, situation. It, it was the fact, the thing that it was her, his crush. So I think it was that is what made him more excited, excited about the relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, they start doing their little plots and plans to get the <laughs> ladies back, um, which required them to step up. It did, and of course, you know, because plot, uh, it worked, and. Reverse well, psychology did. was it really did. what it was. Yeah, on they sales. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> the game. <laughs> yeah. But of course, it worked. But then, as all these things must do, it starts to unravel after a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, with Dominic and Lauren, Lauren actually sabotaged this relationship. So it wasn't necessarily that his unravel. He did because, like we said, he really was trying to be all in anyway mm-hmm. and he just really stepped his game up and became a more um together businessman which is something that she's very attracted to he had his little prospectus and mm-hmm. she uh, shopped it but because he wasn't already there and didn't have the status that's how he mm-hmm. ended up getting the boot yeah for Morris Chestnut because mm-hmm. that man fine too now his hair was not right Girl. um and it made him he, i mean i guess it did what it was supposed to do but it made him look very yeah i like cheesy. the bald i don't i don't know what it was but i was just like mm. yeah i was like i prefer uh, bald more ch- more chestnut uh that beijing yes yes it was on full effect but <laughs> Yes. So it, and if anything, it was actually in this situation, like Dominic eventually said to her, she took on the role of the man, mm-hmm. you know, you sound like a man. but yeah. she did, Yeah, you know, she fell for the, the stuff she reverted. Basically, she reverted Straight back up. to what she thought, mm-hmm. she, what she thought she wanted, mm-hmm. you know, Straight up acquisition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, ended up sabotaging like you said her relationship with dominic and he handled it in probably one of the most hurtful but yet respectful ways i think you could ever handle a situation like that 
when he kissed her on the top of the head, I probably would have had a full on breakdown if that was me. Come I back. probably come I know, yeah, I don't no, know. Let's get rest of That's okay. That's okay. Maybe I'm back. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, my, just forget I said it, please. I'm so sorry. I know. I would. Please yeah. forgive me. Because uh, that she annihilated that man. I'm like, you know, he's a sensitive man. Yeah. Like he's not one of these hard dudes. So you didn't. You really didn't have to do him like that. Because it was cold. Yeah. She was like, yeah. let me cut. This is not her exact words. In turn, let me cut to the chase. So this is what's going on. Da da da. Me and my ex recently reconnect. First of all, why are you reconnecting and you in a relationship? That's the first that thing. part. <laughs> I was like, what? It was horrible. I think what got what tripped her up though is that wherever she wherever they were. Uh, Dominic <laughs> Dominic's car pulled up and it was a hoopty mm-hmm. oh it's when uh, he was leaving her condo Okay, and, cause that's right when she saw James is uh, Morris Chestnut's character name saw James again cause this is her her yeah. blast from the pla- blast from the past relationship mm-hmm. yeah so she saw that hoopty drive away and that lady was looking at her and then Morris Chestnut pulled up in this sports mm-hmm. car. Cause I didn't know what that was. I was like, it ain't that cute though. It was a it's sports no. car that it looked expensive to her. Yeah, you know that's about the thing about comparison. Yeah, you know if you got something that, in reality, I mean, yeah, it was a hoopty, but you know, it was functional. He just and needed a grill. Put, and then you put it next to <laughs> <laughs> something that in your mind carries mm-hmm. a certain level of status mm-hmm. it's yeah. going to amplify that thing of status because it it's being compared to something you know mm-hmm. that you you believe is less than yeah um so then you've equated these things with value so then of course the men that are associated with these two things are uh, their value um is being compared mm-hmm. because of the the visuals mm-hmm. yeah. I agree with that. But yep. she, yeah, she completely annihilated this man. It was very cold, distant, like completely emotionally unavailable. Like it was like that's the kind of stuff when you say things like that to a person after they've invested, even even if he was playing, you know, part of the men game, when you've invested that much emotional energy and trying to develop something with somebody and they just completely mm-hmm. shut you out. Like that's the kind of stuff that can turn a man into a dog. Yeah. And he was honorable because he probably, you know, pride too in there, but he didn't take her connection to get the money, the mm-hmm. investor that he needed for his uh, restaurant. He was like, no, nah, I'm going to do it on my own. And he ended up getting a little food truck instead mm-hmm. um, and working on that earnestly. But she told me something. Now, don't be stupid. That's business. No, 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 we're not going to do that. No, you not. At the Players Club. We're not going to do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> when she said that, I was thinking, no, this is about honor mm-hmm. and integrity. And, oh, girl, yes. And yeah, you're showing, what you're showing him is you have none. Mm. And what he's showing you is that he does. Mm-hmm. And I was and like, and you, you, <laughs> yes, Lord Jesus. <laughs> and you deserved, I hate to say it that way, but you deserve to be sitting there looking like that. Mm-hmm. because the way you came at him there was no reason like there's literally no reason even if you were going to go back to your ex there was no reason for you to speak to him that way yeah he had done nothing to deserve that level of emasculation mm-hmm. so sad. so fix your face while you sitting over there about to cry because mm-hmm. you walked in you invited that mm-hmm. like you you know what i'm just gonna completely shatter my relationship <laughs> 
for no reason. Yeah. And hope that we can be friends at it. Yeah. I mean, that's how she walked in there. Yeah. And it's like, man, are you serious? This is not a, this literally is not a business meeting. This is one of those situations where we've talked about self-awareness. She did not pay attention to what her, how her words and actions was Mm going to affect someone else. Mm -hmm. And even if she didn't want to be in a relationship with him, she could have did it a whole different way. Yeah. I agree. So then, you know, he go off, get his food truck, get himself started. She goes off with James and then proceeds to learn that it's all about me, mm-hmm. me, me, and me. Mm-hmm. The thing that she had been told in the beginning, it's like the light bulb finally went off for her and she realized, oh, this really is true. Like, yeah. he's not asking me. He doesn't know nothing about me. He ain't asked me about my day. He's just talking, talking, talking about all the stuff he done bought or what the company bought. Um... And he didn't even catch on when she said, you know, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Like, he literally was like, what? That went (laughs) right over his head. I was like, how unaware can you be, sir? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, you don't pick up on sarcasm? (laughs) Nope. And, you know, it was at this moment she knew she effed up. Mm-hmm. And right before that date, she had been talking to Candace about mm-hmm. um, the grand opening oh, yeah. for Avenue D, which is uh, the food truck that Dominic opened. And so, you know, she's like, I got to go get my man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. After she realized like, oh, man, I really do want somebody that invests in me. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I, done messed I had up. that. I messed up bad. <sighs> so now you got to come crawling back, girl. Because you actually did have, you know, what people would consider to be a good man. And this yeah. is one of those situations where where y'all ended the relationship too soon and for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. This goes back to our session about leaving a good thing. Yeah. Unready. I, unre- mm-hmm. Okay, I couldn't unready. remember which There one. you go. Go back and listen to unready. Can you leave something when it's good and healthy? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a, a great visual example of that. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, so then she get up there, you know, Bruce, Bruce trying to get his pork sandwich. <laughs> and it's right when he started losing weight. I know. I was like, oh, this ain't the big Bruce, Bruce. Um, but she kills me whenever she get real hype. <laughs> she was like, get yeah. out the way. Yeah. Knock your I, I like when she started going off on people because it just, her, her little, her little face just scrunches in mm-hmm. and she just be talking. She does. <laughs> Uh, and she, you know, confesses that she messed up and I'm sorry. And, you know, I want you back. I love him. And he like, girl, I got business to attend to. I appreciate what you doing. But no. But get out my line. <laughs> and then she did like when she was in Baby Boy, when he had closed the door on her face, when she was going to uh, drop the baby off. Mm-hmm. And, he, <laughs> and she got back in the car. He was like, he don't, he don't want me no more. Uh, <laughs> that's what had happened to her again. Mm-hmm. But this time, you know, she, she done, opened the door. She done she, growed up a little right, bit. Right, she opened the door. <laughs> yeah. And she told them, get out. Yeah. And they did. Mm-hmm. And then she said, nah, you, you taking me back because I want you. Mm-hmm. She put them things on him. That's she did. What it was. She did. He couldn't resist her. Mm-mm. So then, of course, they get back together. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where their, their story ends mm-hmm. for the movie. For the first movie. Well, yes, for the first movie. Um, in the second movie, nothing really happened. Yeah, there's nothing no, they really. They both ma- got a, a different job opportunity, and yeah, uh, she, Lauren, originally said yes, 
he contemplated his he thought she said yes but she didn't really she essentially what ends up happening is all the couples come back for a wedding of an individual in the group which we'll disclose in a second and um as they're getting their promotions and like their relationship is still good, no problems, but there's not an opportunity for them to discuss these promotions. So it, it ends up looking like they're going behind each other's back. And of course his boys are not helping, but come to find out that's not what actually was going on. And they were able to make easy amends and no, their, their couple doesn't really have any significant problems in the second movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. So they ended off pretty well. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so who we want to get into next? Or any final thoughts about the two of them? No, I just think that they, they had a, um, a tr- not traditional, a typical relationship of like how things can go in a relationship, but how things can also be worked out if mm-hmm. both of you are willing to communicate mm-hmm. and work things out, you yeah. know? Yeah, okay. I concur. All right. Who do you want to mosey on to next? I was going to listen to Jeremy and Kristen. Okay. Okay. So we don't get a whole lot of backstory about Jeremy and Kristen other than they went to college together. Mm -hmm. College sweetheart. And Jeremy stayed there. (laughs) (laughs) To the last two Now they are the the rule book on the man-child. Oh. And the... Girl, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause he literally has not grown up. Uh, you know, sometimes you have a man child that is cloaked under, you know, appearing like they have grown up, but not this one. Cause I don't think he works. He works, he work, but it's yeah. a low level, low level. Oh, low he's level. a junior or something, something. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, he hasn't grown at all. They still have the same ratty tatty couch from college. that has got duct tape all over it and looks like it's been through not just some things. It's been through all the things. It yeah. looked like that's, that's one of them couches that you uh, found on the side of the dumps. He did. He, they he did. did. Okay. It had Mercy in it. Probably. Oh mm. no. <laughs> and people been having sex on the couch. All the homeboys. Ugh, gross. Had. Gross. <laughs> but this is our quirky couple mm-hmm. of the group, which I can appreciate that with the movie not being um, traditional in that way. They're very much into anime mm-hmm. and uh, fictional movies and books. Like um, <laughs> my brain went blank just then. I was about to say Dragon Tales. That is not <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Game era. of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> Um, just that whole thing. They go to Comic Con, like they're they're that type of couple. This is an interracial couple. Mm-hmm. Um, because like we said, Kristen is Gabrielle Union and Jeremy is Jerry Ferrara, which I'm assuming his name is technically Italian, but he looks Hispanic. Mm-hmm. But they call him a white man in the movie, so it's a lot. We're yeah, just gonna say he's white <laughs> for this for this uh breakdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was one that it was like, oh, it was almost like, hmm, how has she stayed? Because they've been together nine years Mm -hmm. and Hmm. like his level of man child was very high. I put in my notes. This was an example of staying with someone because of history. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think um, 
she was doing the thing that we kind of talked about, like feeding into what he wants and losing herself Herself. Mm -hmm. so that she can try to like meet him where he's at, which in theory, that's fine to a certain degree. If y'all are both doing that, but Mm -hmm. still having some perspective, there was no perspective. He was like, she loves this stuff. And all the black dudes was like, no, she doesn't. And that's what I found interesting Mm -hmm. that he said that that was their response across the board <laughs> and, and he, he still, still didn't, didn't get, get it mm-hmm. nope like then you don't even understand like you can't even hear your friends and you don't even know why. who you in a relationship with like that's cognitive epi- dissonance yes and it's the epiphany of a representative that she's had all throughout they nine years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that that goes back to that session about representatives mm-hmm. like how long can you hold one and he held one for nine years mm-hmm. yeah Yep. And she held a different one. Yep. Um, and, you know, what I find very interesting in their relationship is that they, um, I was listening to a different podcast and it was talking about, um, you know, the sex life of uh, couples when they have like these kind of disconnects and how, um, you know, one will try to dominate the relationship and the other person will, um, kind of accommodate yeah and but the person that accommodates over time like doesn't want to engage in you know that part of the the relationship anymore Mm -hmm. I found it interesting that she didn't fall into that that she was still very active and wanting to engage Mm -hmm. with him in that way and Mm -hmm. still wanted to marry and still wanted to marry him despite the fact that he showed zero like zero interest in ever being more than what they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one of the things that worked for her is that she actually did like the things that he liked. It just wasn't to the degree that he liked them. And she also wanted to progress. So I don't think she was ever like, you can't do these things and try to make him be a different person per se. She says, but I also need you to evolve. Like, mm-hmm. why are you not trying to get a better job? Why are you not wanting to grow up and, you know, like have a, a non-dorm room vibe in our house? Like y'all got a whole house, like a nice house. Technically. Yeah. yeah. She's a realtor. That's yeah, what I was going to say. A very nice the, place. And the thing about it is, although he wasn't seemingly thriving in his career, she, she had. Was, yeah. yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it goes back to that man, child and the, the mother, mm-hmm. you know, she mothered him. She took care of, it seems like she took care of everything. Mm-hmm. you know and was the the caretaker the the nurse the she's one of the boys the house manager she and was that's one of the she, boys that's what she said she said that to uh, to her friend i'm one of the boys but with a vagina <laughs> <laughs> that kind of made me laugh too i was like oh man yeah you're right gabby yeah mm-hmm. um which was really unfortunate, you know, just thinking about putting yourself in her position, like when you have that realization, like it's something that probably had been slowly building for her over mm-hmm. the years. Yeah. But then just to finally have like that epiphany moment, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Because, well, Steve Harvey said it. You're not requiring anything of him because mm-hmm. she she first gets introduced to the book by watching. We're just going to say it's Oprah. It ain't really Oprah, but that's what we're going to call it. Watching Oprah. And mm-hmm. so she was like, hmm. Yeah, because he was being interviewed. Steve Harvey was being interviewed. So I I can totally get that. Because that's actually something that I've talked about with clients Mm -hmm. um, well before 
the book came out, it's like, you're not requiring anything. Like, what are your standards? Are you maintaining them? Because you can't just be like, okay, he's going to come in. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. And he's going to meet my needs. No, that's not how this works. Mm-mm. Y'all are two different people. Yeah, yeah. And I have to talk to clients a lot about how, you know, when you, when you go on a date, they, uh, you're concerned about, well, they were concerned about, well, what if they don't like me? I used to have, to, well, what if you don't like him? Mm-hmm. Or what if you don't like her? Yeah. Or each other. Right. What if they breast that? I mean, yeah. I mean, so you, what you, you can't worry about whether or not that you have to be you Mm -hmm. and you have to decide if what, what's being shown to you is what you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he took such little responsibility that when she even introduced the idea of changing things around the house, Mm -hmm. he just simply defaulted it to, okay, whatever, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. But he didn't mean it. No, no. Not at all. Because when he came in that house and it had a totally different vibe, everything gone. It was an adult adult apartment. apartment, And she started talking to that interior design person in Italian, Mm -hmm. which that's one thing I can say. Like she may have uh, represented like the mid-level person Mm -hmm. that's working, but she knew multiple languages in this movie. So she she knew Italian, Spanish, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. something else I can't remember. But she was always speaking these languages in the background of the movie mm-hmm. and he didn't even know she knew him you've been with somebody nine years you don't d- know that don't yeah. know who you <laughs> at all you were a whole linguist well because they were really just friends mm-hmm. you know roommates. they were uh-huh they were roommates and friends that titled themselves as being in a relationship but the behavior that y'all showed y'all was really just friends with benefits yeah true that happened to live together mm-hmm. um but yeah, he had a whole awakening when he came home and, you know, that giant transformer was gone and all the posters was gone <laughs> and he see these like abstract pictures on the wall and his people walking around moving furniture and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he started pouting when his little chair was getting ready to be moved. I was like, it can stay. It do match the, de- the decor. But pouting. Uh-huh. Sat down and crossed his arms and said you cannot take it and i'm like sir you're already with one of the tallest women in the cast don't do that i know you just a little taller than kevin hart and i was thinking you know i know it made sense for the movie of course but like if that was a real situation like that's one of the things that's like that's not attractive at all but you she know? used to it she you know is. what i'm saying like that that is an Desensitized. acceptable behavior for them as a couple mm-hmm. i'm looking like fool you better use your words <laughs> Especially in front of these people. Yeah. You got got me talking to this man. Oh, papa. Like, he, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was going in. I was like, okay. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, Lord. And when he find out about the book. I See, I oh, feel like. His was straight his, manipulation. Yeah. I, I don't know. I felt like his was the, almost the worst. Him and him and Zeke. Him, I felt like Zeke's was bad. Yeah, I did Because it was a, a physical yeah. violation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let me say that. Uh, but I feel like but those I'll give two my, were neck and neck. I'll give my thoughts on that when we talk about Zeke. Because mm-hmm. I kind of feel two ways about it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely was like, um, Jeremy's was, I mean, it was just foul. It was, right. It was straight. Because you really lied, sir. You, you know like, I mean? you, you, you said you sent your resume to this company. And Never you didn't. Saw. Not only did you not send it, you wrote a resume that just said blah, 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 blah. And you could have really just submitted the thing, even if you didn't get it, because you told her you were going to do it. You know, y'all have too many people that y'all obviously 
went to college with that y'all are still interconnected that are that also you can't successful get a, right also that successful. you can't get a get a job that mm-hmm. would be comparable to what your uh, girlfriend wants but i'm saying that because she has a way to check mm-hmm. if y'all exactly. didn't have the connections that y'all had then there would be no way to check like he's technically the low man on, on you know i don't like to say that he's the lowest person mm-hmm. on in the group you know you got dominic who just floating but he's still obviously making money because he's self-sufficient yeah but he's the one that's just like i'm not going anywhere mm-hmm. yeah i because he don't so he's the lowest i would say because he don't want to go nowhere mm-hmm. he is still in college mm-hmm. and yeah. he, everybody else has grown up yeah, even yeah. if they've grown up to still be doing Zeke. dysfunctional yeah. behavior <laughs> they still grow yeah they still moved in some sort yeah. of direction yeah a big uh eye opener for that was when all the ladies were asking you know what are your short-term goals what are your long-term goals what do you want to do with your life and he was like man that's too heavy i think i need a bong hit yeah and she she goes with it Mm -hmm. they have a little bong hit and he's he's still he's like talking about something so insignificant like talking about i don't know but it wasn't what she was hoping to get out of that Mm mm-hmm And that's also about knowing your partner, you know, knowing do they have the capacity to have those types of conversations with you? You know, do they have the emotional understanding? Do they even have the language to be able to formulate those types of thoughts Mm -hmm. of future, you know, future planning and um, even if it's short, intermediate or long term and he eventually got there. Hmm. but if you were just gonna base it if you didn't have that book to prompt you to do what you did you wouldn't have known you would not have known how would you know and how how long (laughs) would you have stayed in this relationship Mm -hmm. oh he's gonna stay for forever her i I think she was gonna be out regardless Mm. um it would have been him that would have been cool with staying you know and the way Kristen reacted to finding the book and the resume um is definitely probably how i would have done it i'd have been like okay let me print this out let me pack up all my stuff i'm gonna go stay with somebody else i'm not i'm not even just to argue with you no more not when we've been having conversations and you're refusing to to go there with me yeah if yes so i would have had a different trajectory (laughs) (laughs) yeah i already know i would have had a different one so (laughs) yeah it would have definitely started off as a conversation then transitioned to we're arguing and bickering about it then transition to okay okay all right if this is what you're gonna do so that would have been my character arc so mine would have been like so you're a liar <laughs> that's this this is she what come, we build in our relationship she's gonna um, confront everybody mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yes it was sad though she you could tell she was just so heartbroken especially oh, yeah. y'all been together nine years you can't tell me the truth you thinking i'm playing you you know that's not yeah. my heart in this situation i just want you to do better be better so that we can move forward and he's like i don't want to be better i want to stay stuck what yeah well stay there yeah her By and yourself. her right. and maya's were the two like Oof. painful ones yeah i i felt that pain i felt i felt both of them because mm-hmm. for kristen it's like i've invested at this point my entire adult life in you Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. and you have basically just spit all over it. Yeah, 
And and then don't even seem like you care. Yeah. At all. No apology. No. No nothing. Like you just said, uh, uh if you hear pouring, try- it's wine. We're drinking Stella Rosa pineapple. We it, we're not a fan fully, but we need to drink it. Yeah. Um, and then you tried to lie on top of the lie. When I confronted you about the lie, you was about to dive in deep and keep going with the lie. And if I, you know, what I don't understand about situations like that with people is like, if the person is confronting you with it, then they already have the information. They have the evidence. Yeah. So why continue to like dig yourself in deeper? Like at this point, you just need to go ahead and confess like, yeah, I did that. Mm -hmm. And it was stupid of me. And it was hurtful to you. And I did it because of these reasons and just get it on out there. But no, but you going to try to keep on going and insulting me even more. You got to get your Usher Raymond on. (laughs) (laughs) These are our confessions. (laughs) Just when I, you know, you're going to have to get it out because that's the best way. Yeah. Because I really think when you lead with that, you're able to make amends. It's like you lied Mm -hmm. to me. Then you gonna lie to me again in my face. Oh, so you real bold today. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that will change the way you see a person because now I, there's, you've already betrayed me. Yeah. So now you're betraying me in my face and that, that changes how you can see a person. Even if you were to get back together, mm-hmm. yeah. something in the back of your head. See, this is a prime example of how trust mm-hmm. can be mm-hmm. torn apart. And then you wonder why people don't trust you or your significant other don't trust you. Mm-hmm. It's little things like this. Mm-hmm. Death by a million cuts. Is that what you say? A thousand. A thousand cuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> but some people wait till a million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they get there. Yeah. This is, that is an example. And that's what she had like that. When she confronted him about submitting his resume to that company and he proceeded to say, oh, maybe it was the internet. Like you couldn't even come up with a viable lie. So you don't even think enough about me to create a good lie. Like you said the internet. Right. He don't think enough about himself to create a good enough lie. Yeah. That too. Yeah. And those in that moment, kind of what it puts in my head, it's like as a partner, I would feel like lower than dirt at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so not only did you lie, you're not coming up with a good lie. You don't even care enough to come up with a good lie for your, to cover yourself up. So you you have no regard for me or my feelings. Like I didn't enter in the decision that you made to do this. I didn't enter into this decision at all. There was you no, only mm-hmm. you were only thinking about self. This was purely selfish. Maintaining mm-hmm. status quo and status quo is extremely low in their relationship. Mm hmm. And for her, you know, I would imagine as a character, my my view of you, it further solidified my idea that you were a child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I was already beginning to think it, then that would have been the nail in the coffin at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Because you literally wrote blah, 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 blah on your resume. Yeah. But. You know, somehow, somewhere. He gets his stuff together. He gets it together. Gets the job, which he could have always had. Because now I will say, uh, Kristen did speak life into him. You know, they was having pillow talk time in a a previous session. And she was saying how great of an artist he was Mm -hmm. and how good of a man he was. But he couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. He didn't know his potential. And um, 
he came in well let me rewind he got the job he told the boys he's like let man let me call Kristen." he's like oh, dang okay she's not call. talking to me mm-hmm. and rightfully so but he got it together mm-hmm. and then he proceeded to go get his woman at her open house at her open house at with this tommy t- that they done been to three times <laughs> look he said he said get your woman man get your house man no i'm not my house okay <laughs> He cussed him out. He sure did. I said, oh, nephew Tommy came out. That wasn't a character. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he professes his love for her and then still does it in a, the most fumbly bumbly way. But mm-hmm. um, I appreciated the gesture that, you know, he's like, look, okay, I'm ready. I understand. Like now I get it. Yeah. You know, I'm ready to put my big boy, you know, you know, draws on and, and put my pants and my shoes on and, and, and step into manhood. Mm-hmm versus adult male so you just proved to me that you needed me to work through this book for you to change mm-hmm. if anything their stories were you were the definitions of what why he wrote this book exactly yeah at least one of them mm-hmm. yeah uh and then their arc in the second movie it was an important one but it, i don't feel like it was uh showcase well anybody's really was showcased really well but their issue that they're facing in the second film is almost comes across as infertility but they really haven't tried long enough for anybody that Mm -hmm. may be thinking of that you know you have to struggle with uh getting pregnant for a year before you can really be classified as having problems with infertility but she wants to go ahead and have a baby because she's getting older obviously they've probably been together now maybe 12 years because they are actually already married we didn't get to witness Mm -hmm. their marriage but um it was interesting because now she was turning into like an anxious attachment style and that's not really what we saw of her Mm -hmm. in the the first one and she was just like we got to do this we got to we got to do this and so she wasn't being true to who she was again but the opposite end of the spectrum Mm -hmm. yeah which was creating some anxiety in her partner <laughs> and distance. Um, and it's, you know, if you're not careful with doing that kind of stuff, you can throw yourselves back into your old ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Because Which I was surprised it didn't throw him back. Mm-hmm. He was, he was close. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, but he held tight. Mm-hmm. And he, he asked held, advice. He did. He held yeah. to the end. He did. He did ask advice. That was big boy of him mm-hmm. <laughs> multiple people mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. stable ones not, yes. not the idiots mm-hmm. and then at the end we learned that she might be pregnant they jumped yeah. on that so yeah fast. that was yeah it was weird yeah that's something that uh we were talking about previously and we we're like really probably would have helped if they would have had a a woman writer um, so that it could have been a little bit more thorough Organic. Mm-hmm. and also like maybe a pregnancy test because she literally was only Realistic. five weeks from her last cycle so she would only you know what i'm saying like she would only be a couple of weeks maybe pregnant. i was thinking like a couple of days mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah because you know you get you know you only have like a three-day window really mm-hmm. to get pregnant it actually is really hard to get pregnant technically mm-hmm. yeah it is yeah That's it was just really weird yep yes to track everything mm-hmm. but there's a possibility of a little um italian and chocolate baby Mm -hmm. and there's they make amends and talk about the problems and so i mean they they have their happy ending we're assuming but you know it 
The second movie, we just did it because it went together. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a whole lot for the second movie, guys. This is really just going to be about the first one for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, before we go on to the next couple, we do want to take a opportunity to break for our sponsors. So we are back, y'all. And so before we get into our other two main couples, we want to jump in and kind of talk about Cedric and Gail, as well as Bennett and Tish, just because they are couples in the second film that are that have a little bit more prominent role. So we want to make sure we touched on them. Mm-hmm. So thinking about Bennett and Tish, I thought <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be that couple that has been together for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe some things have gotten dry in their relationship, you mm-hmm. know, just with having the children and getting into the humdrum monotony mm-hmm. of living life. It's not that they're unhappy, but that they just live routinely. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. A very structured, like mm-hmm. you said, predictable life mm-hmm. um because it is clear that he respects his wife oh yeah um that loves he his babies loves mm-hmm. his babies and loves her because mm-hmm. he was like i cook for my wife because i want to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not because i have to um and he was like i got to get home uh so i gotta go guys yeah, yeah. he was dropping nuggets the whole film mm-hmm. yeah. you had to make sure you listen because he be sliding stuff in there he does but i appreciated um him grounding the cast i do feel like Outside of that, the the actor Gary Owen not getting his credit like he should have in this film, I feel like that's real foul for Will Packer to have done that because he wasn't even on the poster Aww. of the movie. So I don't know what I don't know what happened. I don't know if there was just some his contract where he wasn't a main, but I'm like he's he's on there. Yeah. So he should have really got his credit, but the man Gary Owen when it's a little trash right now with his family but yeah, he got a lot going on he do he do but i do like him tish is a very she's the stickler like she she is the one that's like okay this is how this is she's always coming out with these facts mm-hmm. um statistics about things mm-hmm. um but then we realize she really a roughneck on the inside on the inside like Boy. she knew all the words to everything mm-hmm. she she talking to people crazy fighting people like yeah she she, she really uh changed into a mom mm-hmm. where that she suppressed all of that what mm-hmm. you just described dr oh, wall yeah. just like the kids can't see that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know vegas before covid okay (laughs) you know you know what the old saying back then it was definitely what happened vegas stays in vegas Mm -hmm. so she was living that life hard and this is also on the tail end of the hangover you know that film you know it it was in its popularity day then so of course they're trying to make vegas like it's Mm -hmm. just party Mm -hmm. and you know debauchery everywhere Hmm. yeah which it really isn't but no. you know that's what they were trying to make it out to be mm-hmm. so she was out there having a good old time she was she I, I felt so bad for her she was like i'm gonna go you know eat by myself by myself <laughs> and then i'm gonna go up to the room no i'm gonna walk around by myself and take selfies with the statues by myself <laughs> i was like if y'all not getting this hint i was man and i'm glad she got a makeover because i was like ma'am you're not supposed to be walking around that two-piece cardigan set twin, that twin set because <laughs> she really was gonna try it and with them uh them naturalizer shoes on <laughs> i was like no 
you were not. But did y'all see her roll her ankle when she started walking? Yes, <laughs> with the gold shoes on. Yes, said, girl, I'd have bust my head open doing that scene. Oh yeah, cause ankles they don't recover well. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, I I was so glad that they did invite her and not only invited her, included her in the fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that she really got to be a part of the team. And girl, when they was in jail and uh, Candace, <laughs> when Candace was waking them up and the, she and was the woman, and she the... told us, excuse me, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, uh, it, she, they were all asleep uh the the morning after the debacles that went on and um there was a a masculine woman hugged up with tish and like it just wasn't nothing <laughs> said excuse me sir <laughs> I was, was a like, mess i was like ma'am aren't y'all in a female yes <laughs> <laughs> she, she said look up. she got on a bandana a, uh, a wife beater uh, yeah and like dickies so <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I did like their little scene at the end when they were trying to do their little role play. And they were doing from Jody. Baby Boy. Yeah, from Baby Boy. And she was like, I don't like calling you Jody. <laughs> <laughs> he said, call me Tyrese. <laughs> Talk about your fanny pack is in my pelvis. I was like, oh, man, they're really definitely playing up the white couple here. Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah very stereotypical but i thought it was cute though mm-hmm. you know i appreciated that you know it gave them some spark back you know for whatever time it would be because mm-hmm. of course we have no idea what happens when they all go home but at least for that moment it puts some slight fire back into what <laughs> seemed like may have been a uh a slow burn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did y'all see uh when they got out of the jail and he was looking at her like tish uh, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> who are you woman yeah i know she had that red dress on and it was a bodycon dress too. It yeah, wasn't like honey, no. It showed them shapes, them curves. Okay, mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, baby." <laughs> My eyeball, you know, he uh, the wolf like on the cartoons with the eyeballs, eyeballs like bug out. <laughs> <laughs> that was him. It was. But on to the the toxicity. Even though I hate Ooh. using that word, but that they are the definition of toxic couple because yeah. Cedric and Gail. He <laughs> had her as Gail Zilla with flames and fire emojis and stuff (laughs) uh and devil horns Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in his phone yeah we later found out that they broke up 15 times okay yeah like why are y'all still married and got divorced and yes and then got back yeah then got back together Mm-hmm. Um, he pretty much complains about his wife the whole time. She's probably complaining about him the whole time. They mm-hmm. scream and yell. They have like no communication skills. They just are angry at each other for then, whatever reason. And then he goes into the bathroom, calls her crying, saying he want to come home and he's sorry. And she let him come back. Mm-hmm. This is after Bennett's spiel about going home because, you know, he want to go spend time with his family and cook dinner for his wife. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, I miss. I used to, you know, do a little bolognese sauce and some. I was like, sir, if you want Gail back, just go get him. And okay. He did. But you were so excited like two days ago because you it was D Day, it was divorce day. Okay, you were y'all, so excited. I got a party bus and everything. But you over there now in the cut in the bathroom, having a full on <laughs> baby tantrum. He and, was struggling and the that whole dude- time. <laughs> That dude came out of the stall. That's Will Packer. That's the uh, director of the movie. Oh, I, I I didn't even pay attention to the face because I saw the <laughs> not washing of the hands. <laughs> and and the on touch, the back. yes. He was Ooh. like, 
<laughs> when he was looking in the mirror, I'd have been thinking the same thing. Yes. First of all, you ain't wash your hands and you touch me. Yes. Like, are you crazy? And you were, you was in the bathroom. You wasn't at the um, urinal. <laughs> you clothes stall. Yes. All I kept you was thinking at like about, one of them Bucky stalls. Yeah. Like it's from the floor to the, you know, the ceiling. Yes. All I kept thinking about was COVID. I know he was in there, you know, pooping. <laughs> but all I kept thinking about was, oh, he got the vid. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mess. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, him and Gail, the whole time, it's just bicker, fight, 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 fight. Then they get back together. And then in the second movie, they fight and fight, fight, fighting again. And somehow Drake ends up in there. Um, and I, I think she's really she would, a, a um, interior designer. Yeah. That's what I got the yeah. that she was working for him. Yeah. But of course, I don't know what Why Cedric's was he issue. Because it's Drake. <laughs> what did he ask him to say again? He um, said, say you something, some word again. Oh, what was it? I can't remember. Complicate? No. Whatever it was. Preoccupied. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Drake be having jokes. <laughs> he, he was letting his little Scorpio side out. He was. He slid that phone behind the couch. I was like, I said, I wonder why. I wish they would explore, like, why he was messing with him like that. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, obviously, it makes it like they know each other. Yeah. Um, Because he was, you know. I was like, look at Aubrey. Come mm-hmm. on, Aubrey. You know, he don't act a whole lot. But when he does. He actually was a good actor. I think he need to get back into that. Mm-hmm. But yeah there's not a whole lot there with uh cedric and gail other than um they probably they need to stay together that that dysfunctional couple is not gonna work for nobody else but the two of y'all that's what you call a twin flame you know one part of their story that just really hurt my feelings not like sad but like it made me cringe was at the end of the first one where she was dragging him oh yeah oh yeah i was like oh that's so emasculating Mm -hmm. i know it was for kicks and giggles or whatever but it was just like oh lord i know some women like that Mm -hmm. yes uh i don't know women like, but i've definitely seen it um, I can agree with you. Yeah, that yeah. that is super emasculating. On top of the size differential between the two yes. of them, because yeah. Wendy yeah. Williams is tall and Kevin Hart is short. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know how tall she actually is. I'm assuming at least five ten or five eleven. Um, but she it look uh, compared to him, she looks six feet or taller. Mm-hmm. Uh, and made him look even shorter and smaller. Yeah. Um, Wendy Williams is five foot ten. Mm. Okay. And we're going to see how tall Kevin Hart is as soon as I type it in correctly. Yeah, but that I, when I saw their, listening to their relationship, <laughs> it just, go ahead. It's a, <laughs> it's a somewhere between 5'2 and 5'4. What? <laughs> okay, Google. <laughs> so that, I mean, that's a huge, I'm 5'2. So that's a huge height difference when you have, and then she got a lot of hair. Mm-hmm. You know, she, know got, she had on heels on. And then she got them boobs that's not hers like it's a lot you know what i mean like yeah. it's, she's a force yeah yeah that's like you and me standing beside <laughs> each other because <laughs> i'm five nine <laughs> so yes. and i'm know. five four so it's all either yeah. one of us <laughs> yeah and then add heels man yeah it's a mess um but yeah that's them so yeah, okay like there's that. not much else to say about those guys Mm-mm. uh we go into michael and candace, candace. yep mm. and miss loretta oh and miss oh i forgot that's a triad mm-hmm. um so michael and candace kind of are introduced well like we've already said candace is best friends with lauren um mm-hmm. and then of course michael is part of the guy group 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we don't know anything about the background other than it seems like uh, Michael and Candace may have gone to high school together. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in the same grade, but yeah. they went he's to the younger. same school. Yeah, he's yeah, I think younger. She, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they saw, they saw each other again in the library. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting uh, a book. Or a bookstore or something like that. She was getting a Steve Harvey book and he yeah. was getting the immortal sales of Henrietta Lack. Is that the name of the book? Mm-hmm. I didn't pay attention to the book. To, uh, yeah, I, I didn't well, pay attention to his Y'all know book. I like Good books. Good looking at the background. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my job. But then he per, um, proceeds to confess like his crushing <laughs> on her when they were in high school and she's kind of like okay <laughs> like weird um because it's really i mean that is a very interesting intro especially there's some random dude standing between us that's what i was like can, can y'all just switch yeah and he was looking places? so uncomfortable yes like, like ma'am either can you go back in line or can you ask can he cut like right one one of the two i was like this is really weird mm-hmm. um so they get to the front of the line and they do the classic movie thing. Can we go out sometime? Yeah, come pick me up. Uh, well, she said no first because of her son. Mm-hmm. And, and then so, he was like, that's all right. Which I appreciate that. But we later find out that he actually is the product of a single parent, not by choice father died. Mm-hmm. And then she is a divorcee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he plays the role of the mama's boy mm-hmm. for the four characters that were listed uh, earlier in the film and he is the mama's boy a mama's boy they oh. are enmeshed yes it's that's what sickening. i wrote in like capital letters on my um mm-hmm. my notes enmeshment but it also makes sense why he likes older women Mm-hmm. that's true it does mm-hmm. and so it seemed like candace was really into him from once she kind of got over the, you know, he was okay with her child part that she was really into him mm-hmm. um, from the get go. Like there was no like kind of preconceived issues or anything yeah. like that. Um, and he genuinely seemed like he mm-hmm. was into her as well. He just prioritized the people in his life um, as mama first. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lauren well, this was a little bit later, but she also had to hold her accountable too about, yeah, yeah. You know, mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you need to uh, make your stance known. You know, yep. Put your stake down. One thing I didn't like on the boys' side is that they were discouraging Michael from liking her, like mm-hmm. genuinely. Well, not all of them. The two idiots because she had a um son. A, a son, mm-hmm. but then they was talking about her body and all that I, kind of. That's stuff. That's one of the parts that I did not like. Yeah, that they were talking about her body. Like I bet she got a big butt too seriously mm-hmm. uh, well then he did show them a photo of her mm-hmm. because uh they commented michael and dominic they's mm-hmm. like they kept saying don't don't double date don't yes. double date mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah i didn't like that they were discouraging him from dating her because it's like first of all y'all don't know this woman and do y'all really y'all know y'all's friend like y'all know y'all friend is he ain't scholar either. He a mama's boy. Right. And y'all know that. Mm-hmm. Y'all know that. How he doesn't know that. I don't understand. <laughs> but because um, even most mama's boys know that they're mama's boys. Mm-hmm. And they will proudly confess that they're mama's boys. So I didn't understand why he seemed like, I'm not a mom. When they said it, he was like, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. Why? What? Yeah, because I'm like, you why? go over there. Nothing wrong with this. But you go over there every Sunday. The part that's wrong is you got your mama still doing all of your 
laundry chores. She's cooking all your favorite foods. You sleeping over in a room that still looks like your childhood bedroom. Like it's it's a little creepy. It's a little, you know, criminal mindsy. Like she said, <laughs> Norman Bates. <laughs> like yes, it's it's definitely got um, you know, psycho vibes going on. Uh, so, you know, I feel like there's with them there's not a whole lot necessarily to their particular issues other than him being a mama's boy yeah but that mama right right Ooh, because when they were together they were fine they were fine mm-hmm. Ooh, sorry guys um it was just whenever mom would call and introduce which then forced him to once they all found about out about the book it then forced him to lie mm-hmm. well, let me not say force he chose to lie yeah. yeah, because he had his mom saved in his phone as work. Mm-hmm. So he lied too. But I know he, it, I guess I'm not saying that his lie wasn't big because it was because he still lied. A lot is a lie. But I think because he, I think in the back of his mind, he did know that he was a mama's boy and it would cause prop friction between him, his mama and his, and Candace. Mm-hmm. Or at least if he didn't realize he was a mama's boy, he realized that it was something, some tension between his mama and Candace. I think in this relationship, he realized it, but in them previous ones where he was on the date oh, with Carrie yeah. Hilson and you done went on a, a Valentine's with old... date with your mama and oh your girl. God. That's I, I was like, what? Well, yeah, that was too much. That was, I, First of all, I don't even know how you went. I would not have gone. She probably didn't know. I know you that just show true. up and then it's like, and I would have left because that looks like what his mama would do. Like she was just mad disrespectful. So yeah. Oh my girl. Like, she was so disrespectful to the point where it's like, even if you were a mama's boy, you had to know that that was out of line mm-hmm. when you, when she met her and she said Candace and then still proceeded to call her Tandice. Like she didn't. First of all, that's not a name that you really mess up like that though. Candace. Right. <laughs> Like she just, she was like, I'm going to knock you off this peg. And the thing is, we're not in the same position. I don't, you don't do for your son what I do for your son. So we're exactly. not in competition at all. No. And I hope you don't want to do that for your son. Right. Because that's a whole nother set of issues. Because that's just gross <laughs> and pervy. <laughs> yes. Um. So I'm like, even in that first meeting, like he was looking at his mom, like he was kind of caught. It, it was almost like he was caught off guard that she was acting like that. I think it was a rougher version because it was more sneaky mm-hmm. when we saw it a little bit um, with Carrie Hilson's character. Mm-hmm. And now it's like blatant in your face mm-hmm. type of stuff. I'm like, God dang. Yeah. Like, how are you okay with treating another person like that? For literally no reason. You, literally this woman just walked in your house and said hello mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. and you came with the heat like <laughs> and then you, your son just like oh, i think she likes you mm. sir is that is that how she treat no. people that she like my guy i don't know what you're seeing i don't know what like looks like to you because <laughs> to me looks like abuse <laughs> okay uh looks like she's trying to push me out the door it looks like messy mm-hmm. um and then y'all go on this tour and you show me your bedroom and you full grown like you you are clearly at least in your late 20s and your bedroom still got footballs and so- uh, soccer balls and trophies and you got the old school wood bed yeah <laughs> 
Can't even say that it's no more. it's frozen in time. And you get ready to you, and you said I'm getting ready to wash your clothes. And no, you, she said come get your laundry, and he's like, Mom, I think I need some more socks or something. Either way, and unhealthy. You told <laughs> me that you sleep here on Sundays, and it's like, wait, what? Wait, you come stay the night? Y'all live in the same city. So why do you need to come over here and stay? Like it was just too much, uh, and that's enough to make some people run right then. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, yeah. she didn't. Yeah, um, but she tried. She did, but her friend was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, nope." You said you wanted somebody that you know accepted your son, uh, and but he, he does. Al- he also came to get her too at the family reunion later. Yes, he, he did have too. Yeah. Like the way, like I'm not supposed to just sit there and you're going to let somebody do me like that. Because that shows well, me that you're was not after protected. He, that was after she found out he was lying about, because uh, his mom called. And no, he no, had no. Her. I'm talking about um, mom talking to her crazy. Like in the, the first uh, meeting. Oh, mm. The first meeting. You know I what I mean? You. Like, yeah. you don't have to like annihilate your mom or anything like that. But like, please say something like, hey, mom, that that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if you don't say it in front of me, you can wait till I leave, take it to the side. I don't care what you do, but it needs to be a discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the thing that I was like, bruh, you ain't saying no- like nothing. This, nothing. this part right here, that part made me realize, oh, I'm so happy. I love my in-laws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was a requirement for me though. Mm-hmm. It was a requirement that for me that I got along um, with my in-laws and that my spouse got along with my parents yep. um, because if we're going to be doing things together I want to be able to actually do things together and, and, en- and enjoy that time yes not like well, nah, I ain't going over there mm-hmm. I'll see you when you come back right like that kind of thing that's already tension mm-hmm. I agree with that that's a requirement because I'm not mm-hmm. y'all know my mama mm-hmm. so my mama will knock somebody out <laughs> if they they harm either of us so i'm just like nope i don't need those type of problems i need people to like each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's important and when they find out of course when they find out about the book then he commences to start lying and that's you know changes his uh mom's number to work um and he did she, a switcheroo on her too because she wanted to talk to him he did about uh ending the relationship and the problems with mom who's like hey we need to talk and that you know that's classic for something is going wrong in a relationship mm-hmm. but he flipped the switch on her like two can play that game mm-hmm. <laughs> he did, and he was like you know i want to make you my number one lady and he had a lot of the the behaviors but mm-hmm. he it's the setting a boundary for right, me right with mm-hmm. the mama that was the problem right mm-hmm. You can you can say verbally and treat me like that when your mama not around, but when your mama around, then what? Because that's going to be the telltale, right? Absolutely. And then you know she starts to feel like mm, something ain't quite right here, mm-hmm. and of course he dissuades and you know covers and like oh no, it's not what you're thinking, mm-hmm. but she can already feel like no. But you said you was gonna you do. Said you was going to work last night. Yeah gaslighting because <laughs> that's what that was mm-hmm. trying to change somebody's reality and make themselves think that they're what they thought was not true um and she just laid back like mm, no so then she turned tv off <laughs> <laughs> but 
you know, when the second phone call for work, quote unquote, work comes through, she realizes the mama. I thought she handled this situation maturely. She handled it like a mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like with somebody with a kid. Right. Because uh, once she protected her son and had him go inside so that he wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, witness whatever was about to happen. And she just simply just told him, yeah, no, you got to go. Like, I'm not going to deal with, I'm not going to compete with your mom and, and deal with you lying to me. I agree. So I appreciated the boundary. Yeah. It was sad to see Duke though. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's your little buddy. That's, you know, growing mm-hmm. into like a father figure for you. So I know that that hurt him to not, you know, have him around for those short couple of days or weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so doesn't he go to his mom's house after that? Yeah. And he, we learned that mom has been also reading the book. She's been sneaking with the and deacon. doing the, the 90 days with the deacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause she was all, she was like, Oh shoot. Hold on. Wait, she wait, was wait. On her 90th day must mm, 91st, 91st day. Okay. And she was like, son, you got to get up out of here. <laughs> See, that was a thing on, uh, I feel, I wonder if it was what's love got to do with it, but it was, like mama's gotta have a life too uh-uh, that's a uh, baby, baby boy. boy baby boy okay mm-hmm. was it i feel because i Cause thought Tyrese she had said mama. Mm-hmm. yes I, yes she definitely said that in baby boy but i felt like um she said something similar to that in um what's love got to do with it but um but that was basically what was going on there it was very okay for mom to have her life and she wanted her space and to have this is my boundary. But then when it came to her son, she was not okay allowing him to live his life and be separate from her. Mm-hmm. Cause she was trying to get him up out of there, like quick, fast and in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to, she didn't want to share him, but she also wanted to control the other things mm-hmm. that he was allowed access to. Yeah. Um, and then of course, you know, he leaves and stuff and eventually he goes to the family reunion that he was supposed to be mm-hmm. going to the hall family reunion, <laughs> <laughs> not King, uh, and professes his love for her and that she's the number one, you know, woman in his life. And he's going to right by her. He was looking real scrumptious to me. He's a smaller man. He ain't really like the type of body build that I like, but he was looking real sexy in these two movies for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, so then as, um, into the second movie for them, the whole essentially the whole purpose of the second movie is them getting married mm-hmm. and all of the kind of shenanigans that take place around the two of them getting married, which also includes further destruction by his mother. Oh God! First of all, I was like, why would you let his mom be the wedding coordinator? Well, she wasn't the white lady was the wedding coordinator, but she offered money to help Who, and she, mom. Mom. Oh, okay. She, yeah. She offered money to help with like, not help, but to, to do uh the invitations or the not the invitation the flowers the flowers but the things that you look at the Itinerary. program yeah mm-hmm. and so she misprinted her name on purpose to tandis again mm-hmm. obviously they've been together for some years you know what her name is and then trying to convince her that she shouldn't want white flowers because it's her second marriage ma'am if you I'll throw i was like you. that literally has nothing to do with anything and yeah. first of all the only reason people wear white now is because of Queen Elizabeth when she got married. Before then, people wore color 
to their weddings. White is wearing white to a wedding is a very new concept. Yeah, if you think about so, people who are still very much in touch with their the roots of their culture, like say Asian cultures, they typically wear red. Mm-hmm. They might have a white wedding because everybody's Americanized, mm-hmm. but typically they have their red ceremony tea ceremony and things like that different african cultures they have the white wedding and uh, the cultural you know what i'm saying so like no ma'am stop it yeah i'm like that's a very americanized view of what you should wear to your wedding um and it was just disrespectful I yeah. just don't understand how why they let her mom his mom have any part in it. Like she probably was doing better. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh Candace seems like somebody that's nice. Mm-hmm. So she was probably like I want her to be involved. That's your um, mother. I'm surprised her mama didn't step up and say something. I would have really liked that Baby. a little bit cuz I know my mama would have mollywopped her. But I do like that um who are you talking to? Uh Michael was checking a little bit mom this is this is candace's wedding if mm-hmm. this is what candace wants, is what she gonna get mm-hmm. he did the gentle check first yeah. yeah you know he did the respectful like i'm growing into my my man and getting out of my mama boy yeah. mm-hmm. he did the gentle check but at the end yeah, he did he the did grown that, man yeah, check I like, I, yeah. that's the check i like miss loretta she don't know how to take it easy <laughs> she needed hard <laughs> she did <laughs> And I was like, even when she got with Allstate, she didn't. He still, know, he still he didn't, didn't take it down. down. Yeah, I was like, he still didn't take that down a couple notches. It was just for the distraction. I, That's yeah. really what it is. I mean, yeah, it was a distraction, but I Jeez. needed you to get yourself together because you had a grown and sexy man. Why were you even still paying attention to this? Because this was right here, that bone structure. It for me because that is a that's a nice man. Yes. He's very suave. He yes. does his voices. Yes, all of it. With Allstate. Mm distinguished my (laughs) god uh i digress (laughs) and yeah she was just on one one from taking over the bridal um the bachelorette party that both parties don't don't say just bachelorette because she also because when she came in yes she did oh yeah his package yeah ma'am stop looking at that baby's package okay he the same age as your child Yes, and you somebody some put that up. Don't know about it's nothing attractive about that. <laughs> That's because you a grown and grown you, a woman. And how you got a key to his room? That's forty four thousand dollars a night. Okay, yeah, I just she <laughs> just was really doing. Th- this is the definition of doing the most. Yeah, across the board. And then you just you just bum rush the bachelorette party, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> You don't even like this girl, but you want to, to be involved. It. Well, it's all about control, you, you know, be because I feel my, my control slipping away, mm-hmm. you know, be he's been my baby, my, my possession. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what it was. Yeah. He was my possession and you're stealing it away from me. Even though I don't like the, the all that part. If they would have did what she was asking them to do, they would have got married though. The, well, time. the first time. Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes and no, but I think she it wouldn't be to, as memorable though. Yes. She needed to give and take. It's nothing wrong with her wanting to be included and involved in it, but you can't just come hijack something. Like it's it's very mm-hmm. it's giving narcissism. So stop it. Yes. It definitely was. Yeah. Um and I agree, like first of all, it's like people love their mamas. Mm-hmm. We love our mamas. But the bachelorette party is really for the friends. Yeah. 
You know, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. bridal shower mm-hmm. is for the mamas. Mm-hmm. You Unless know, you got a turn up mama. Now, if you do got a turn up mama, that's a little bit different situation. But I still wouldn't even want my mom, yeah. even if I had a turn up mama. But I'm saying for but people I that do, that, yeah. you know, they, they, they'd be okay. Mm-hmm. But, but for the mama he had, no, she was very churchy. Mm-hmm. She, she played a very stereotypical judgmental church person. She did. She did. With the bad wigs. <laughs> and y'all know we love us some Jennifer Lewis, but yes. In this instance, Jennifer, you was wrong. You was. You doing wrong. You doing wrong. Um. So she bum rushes the bachelorette party, <laughs> but they get out of it because all state. Uh, he took one for the team, literally. He, he did. did. <laughs> But he seemed like he was into her though. But then, because they he said came, he had been previously flirting with her uh-huh, um, at, the, at, at something else, some other event they had. Yeah, oh, I didn't, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he had been flirting with her because that's why she wanted him to come because mm. she was okay. like, oh, he was already flirting with her. So yes, mm-hmm. and but when they got to their room and she was like, I'm an old school, I'm a ch- child, old school, nothing. You better let this grown man with this bone structure and that voice come you in your that room. Because every work. time they started, they, you know, they theme music was between the sheets. As soon <laughs> as he started talking, that stuff just, don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wish we could really in real life just have theme music. Like, I'm like, what would my theme song be? <laughs> if You know what I'm saying? Like, what would be my music if I started talking? Something straight out of Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Slow, loud, and banging all in my trunk. <laughs> Um, yeah, that would be me. So, of course, she got her groove on. Yeah. As we see later when she wake up and realize like, oh, my God. Girl, you better just. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. No guilt. I repent. Yeah. I'm sorry, God, that I don't feel guilty in my heart. But do you see what you put right here? What do you expect? <laughs> what do you expect? Side note, they makeup was horrible in these two movies. Who's? It- Everybody look ashy, the <laughs> under eye. Like, how you gonna mess up Michael Ely under eye? He already light. He got colors. But you know, in apparently 2014 when this movie came out, the second one, um, or even 2012, you know, makeup was it wasn't where it is. It wasn't now. where it is today. And people wasn't really doing makeup well or hair. Mm-hmm. Now I am glad that uh, Gabrielle Union has new people doing her hair because her hair used to look really bad in it movies. used to mm-hmm. it would always you could always see her tracks and stuff like that i'm mm-hmm. like who who is not getting the cg together but <laughs> i will say taraji and megan good yeah their hair was on point yeah not them eyebrows but that that's different we didn't say eyebrow i said hair hair <laughs> <laughs> i i even think um candace's was is it Candace? Um, Regina, oh, Regina Hall. Yeah, hers was good. But she too. normally has good hairstyles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Taraji. But yeah, she was top tier. Yeah, it was yes. piece de resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we can get back to uh, Michael and because we didn't totally went to the left. Uh, so of course, as the second movie goes, there's all kinds of like we said. This is basically the hangover for black people. Um, <laughs> you know, everybody get high, drunk, there's fights, they get in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised nobody too got knocked out. Um, and there was no tigers. But they get out of jail. Black um, people don't do that. Yeah. 
tigers. Come on now. They should have had a dog. <laughs> yeah. Or a cat oh, that a was or something. Not, not no tiger. That looked like a big cat. Let me go the other direction. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they get out of jail and unfortunately they miss their time for the wedding because mm-hmm. the coordinator told them do not be late. This is the peak of wedding season. Yeah. So it must have been like June because mm-hmm. you know that's like yep the wedding month. Yeah I promise y'all like I told y'all earlier when I saw that scene of them running and I was like oh god I'm so glad that wasn't us. <laughs> <laughs> now we, we was, was on, on time. <laughs> I was there early. I wasn't even part of the party. We but was I was like, okay, time. what you need me to do? You need me to carry something? You need, what What am I doing? We was on time. <laughs> yes. Yes. They said, and go. Yes. <laughs> uh, but they missed the, uh, their wedding. And of course, the bride would be devastated. Mm-hmm. And this was the rest hurt. of the family, oh, you know, the rest of their friends would be hurt as well. But as the bride, like, you've been anticipating this day. Mm-hmm. You've been dreaming about this day with the person that you're with. And then to see it just literally, there's nothing Crumble. that you can. Mm-hmm. Like, you, it's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. And, all and it's of that the and the mama stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. On top of each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when she was sitting on those steps, I was like, mm. oh the pain mm-hmm. man i was just so hurt for her mm-hmm. and then mama you Why have you the nerve Ooh, you have the nerve to come in after all of that and tell me that i should leave your son alone that's enough for me to just haul off and slap you and i don't i don't condone violence but i'm gonna choose it today uh, cause you have disrespected me for the last time. And this ain't the time to disrespect me. Right. Cause I'm already emotional. Cause we didn't get to get married. First of all, I don't, why went, I don't went to jail on my, the night before my wedding, I was in jail when we woke up, missed my wedding. And now you're going to tell me that I need to leave him. Cause basically I'm not good enough for him and I'm not going to bring nothing good to his life. Nah. Hmm. To quote the mummy, bad girls get their comeuppance. Cause we about to be um on the ground rolling. I'm gonna snatch that wig off her but, head and p- commence the beating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so glad that he heard it. Yeah, I, d- yes. I was too. He came around that corner with them empty coffee cups and was not having none of it. Now I will say, people, when y'all do props in movies, do the real prop. Mm-hmm. Cause this man sitting down in these coffee cups that he went and got from downstairs in the expensive lobby, mm-hmm. and it ain't got no coffee in it. It's just hollow. Just put some water in there. Yeah. <laughs> so at least it, it sounds real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he then lays into his mama. Mm-hmm. See, that's badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was all true. It was necessary. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was all true. Mm -hmm. Um, Because she was being selfish. She was being narcissistic. She was being degrading. um, And rude. Uppity. Yeah. Not even thinking about what her son needed and wanted. Just thinking about what she wanted. Mm -hmm. And what did you want want it for? Because he got to live his own life. You ain't going to be here forever. And you getting more people to love. You getting a, a grandson that probably would love and adore you you get to spoil him the same way you spoiled your son you redemption get, child yeah you mm-hmm. getting a uh a daughter in love that is going to be so nice and sweet to you like mm-hmm. you you're not getting a bad situation here yeah and you just 
again, it was selfishness and, you know, my needs outshine and outweigh the needs and wants of everyone else around me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then got the nerve to stand there and look shocked. Like he was saying all this. (laughs) That's what I couldn't understand. Ma'am, you knew what you was doing. Right. Like, this is not like you just was on autopilot and you had no idea, no control. I'm just a little robot walking around. You knew specifically what you went in there to say. You had planned it in your head. You probably was practicing it in the, in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And then you went in there and said this to this woman and then act surprised when your son coming here and lay into you. She did have a black mama though. Oh, cause she, she did have one of them who you talking to moments, but it didn't work. He he was grown at this point, ma'am. Well, she was. I think she was shocked that he was actually standing up for himself, his f- fiance, and setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because I mean, he wasn't doing it at first. No, so that should have told her. Hopefully, it did because she did come and apologize. But that should have told her he really do love this girl. Yeah, because yep. he ain't did that with nobody else. No, and he gonna love her now in spite of you. Right. Yeah, you and, don't matter anymore in this equation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I definitely appreciate the fact that Candace still gave perspective. Um, she a better woman than me. Um, mm. I might have been able to get his perspective later. Yeah. But not like in the moment. Yeah. Not when right it's after. that it's too emotionally charged in the first place. But I appreciate that she gave the perspective of being a mom and um don't disinvite her from the wedding and different things like that. But Miss Loretta she did need to come in there and apologize. And thankfully she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she was only able to give that perspective because she's a mother. See, I'm not a mother. So I, yes, I can say that. I don't know if I would have been able to do that right then, but being a mother, that's probably something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I don't have children either. So I don't know if I would have had that perspective. Um, I think logically I would understand that, but emotionally, definitely in the moment, yeah. Um, I don't know if I would have wanted her, her to come and apologize to me because mm-hmm. I, I think I would have been in the headspace of it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like you said what you had to say. I know how you truly feel. So then what is what is there for you to apologize for? You know, and I know now I know where you stand and there's nothing else for us to, to do. And I would have just been like, OK, so then I'm just not going to deal with you. And the thought now would be, do I want to marry this man knowing that me and his, his mother will never get along? Mm-hmm. And that's you know, something she said throughout the movie. Yeah, because, you know, like I said, for me, getting along with my in-laws was a requirement for me. Mm-hmm. So now knowing what do I do now? Because I love this person, but it's clear that our relationship with his mother is not going anywhere. So mm-hmm. where does that leave me in this scenario? Yeah, I think her apologizing helped to bridge that gap um for them to go ahead and get married that day luckily little cedric you know he he finally (laughs) became the the best best man because he had been effing it up the whole time like he was he sucked yeah you know spending all his money on his wife's company car doing all that kind of stuff but luckily they was able to well the butler was able to find, you know, a spot for them to get married. And it was really pretty. It, mm-hmm. To me, it looked like it was probably prettier than the original mm-hmm. uh, spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I was like, look at Declan. <laughs> Declan! Yeah. <laughs> he really came through. Um, so, that, of course, they get married and then, you know, they live happily ever after. <laughs> you know, when everybody got to speak now or forever hold your peace, they stared at mama. 
Like, say something if you want to. Uh-huh. And she's like, what? Like, you weren't just the problem. I do appreciate also in his vows how he put in that he was going to be a good father to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes. Yeah. Way to include uh, and make it a family. And yes. I did like that uh, Cedric was like, go up there and hug your mama, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, he sounded like a real father at that point. Yeah, he, yes. he was Kevin. Yeah. He wasn't Cedric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then that's them. That's the end of a... Uh, I almost said Maya, <laughs> Michael, and Candace. Any final thoughts about them? Maria, I feel like that was... No, but I definitely think it would have been beneficial for them to do some premarital counseling. And so when you do premarital counseling, you can definitely call back. It's so much going on in the world right now, and we could all use some extra support. At Balanced Beacon, we offer counseling services for individuals, couples, families, and groups. If you're in Texas, give us a call at 214-396-6503 or visit our website at www.balancedbeacon.com for more information. Okay, so we're going to move on to our last couple. And these are probably, we're going to save the best for last because this is probably for a film that doesn't have a whole lot of like depth to it. Mm -hmm. This particular couple set had the most um, within this movie and had the biggest potential to um, really go somewhere as far as uh, if you wanted to really dive in on a film like this. Mm -hmm. Um, So we start off with Maya and played by megan good and looking beautiful she yeah she's a very beautiful uh woman not the eyebrows but she's beautiful that's probably her one area <laughs> but structurally oh, she's very <laughs> she's a beautiful woman um so she's we in, we are introduced to her because she's had a fling of she starts yeah with chris brown aka alex who was called alex and i was like why does he look like a cornball in this movie? Something, about- but he was cute, Chris. Still in yeah. this film, it was just something. I was like, that does not look like. I knew it was Chris Brown, but I was like, hmm, something about his face is looking weird to me. He looked like he'd been through stuff now. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe because he was heavier and healthier. Yeah, because I was like, that is- <laughs> something is looking weird to me, uh, and he didn't have all the tattoos that he has now either. Yeah, but anyway, uh, he played a. She went and got them some coffee mm-hmm. and, you know, she was ready to kind of have like a little breakfast and, and she, talk. And She went into the restroom and got undressed. He was in there getting dressed. Yes. <laughs> Quick. That scene was so hilarious. Yes. I was like, what is, when I first watched it the first time, I was like, what is he doing? I know he's not about to ditch her. Yes. He put them clothes on so fast and then took both. <laughs> now that's, he'd have got fought, sir. Both you know how much coffees. coffee is? <laughs> both of the yeah both of them and i was like that's so foul so foul Mm -hmm. and didn't even know the girl name the whole movie he called her every name in the book except for her name monique melanie (laughs) it's maya fool and then would actually shout at her like he knew her like hey girl hey and called her baby and didn't want nothing from the epitome of messing with you (laughs) yes yes like poking poking the bear mm-hmm. um 
And you can just see her desire for love Mm -hmm. and connection. Like what the, when I was watching, you know, their particular story, the song ready for love by uh, India Ari kind of came to mind for me. Uh huh. Yes. I love that song. Yeah. It's going to be somewhere in a wedding. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, it was hiding from her. Like, she's like, why is love, like mm-hmm. not finding me mm-hmm. like I want to give I have so much inside that I want to give out but some for some reason I keep attracting uh f-boys yeah and she yep. she we can tell that she does tend to lead with her sexuality mm-hmm. and sensuality which you know me is the resident sex therapist I ain't got no problem with that but you do need to ask yourself like what am I wanting from these relationships and am I properly vetting them mm-hmm. yeah and she was not nah. <laughs> um, and I also think that there was a little bit of an issue of she thought she knew what she wanted, but also wasn't quite sure if that's really what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if it was that she thought she knew what she wanted, but kept getting hurt by what she wanted. So then she got confused on what she wanted. I could see that. It's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But she also finds Steve Harvey's book. Mm-hmm. and learns about the 90-day rule. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this is where we meet Zeke. Well, let's, let's ex- explain first what the 90-day rule is. The 90-day rule suggests that you should not engage in sex relations with that woman um, <laughs> for at least 90 days. Because when you're on a job, you go, you can't get your insurance until after 90 days. Mm-hmm. So why not make a man wait until after 90 days? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the purpose of it is to really get to know the individual that you're dealing with so you can identify, is this somebody that I want to give my time, my body to? Mm-hmm. Instead of it just being like just going with the flow and said, you know, you, you need to think about it because everybody's not qualified in multiple ways mm-hmm. to enter you. Yes. So then we have Zeke. Who is the player? The freak. He's the epitome. If y'all saw a Players Club, mm-hmm. was it Players Club? How to be a player. If y'all saw oh, how to be how a player Bill Bellamy's with Bill Bellamy, mm-hmm. yeah. like he is the new version. Because mm-hmm. he was he was very uh, suave and debonair like Bill Bellamy's character mm-hmm. initially. Mm-hmm. He loved the ladies and it looked like the ladies loved him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also hated him too. Uh, <laughs> Afterward, mm-hmm. uh, and he's all about hit it and quit it. He has no intentions on wifing nobody or even cuffing anybody at all. Like he is just like I'm out here living my living my best life, uh, unhealed. Yes, from whatever. Um, well, and also reje- rejection from the music industry. I would imagine, mm-hmm. um, and. He plays the game like we saw at the bar with um, Kelly Rowland. Mm-hmm. He did good. Yeah, she tried. Mm-hmm. She definitely tried to not fall into the, you know, to the the spider web. But then she did because I was like, what he did is he did the deprecate and save um, kind of role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, you fell for that. Like he put you down, and then you was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he could build you back up i was like oh my god mm-hmm. but anyway but later on he meets um maya at a bargain mm-hmm. and she's with sonya she's with sonya and they talking about they're actually talking about the 90 day the rule. 90 day rule and he comes up and 
does what he does. She tried to hold and out his too. Little slickster, uh, comment in there. Mm-hmm. Now she was she was going for his throat. She was. She was a little too. She was doing too much. But but he was he was what ahead. she thought mm-hmm. he was. So. Mm-hmm. But it sound it seemed like he, even though she was doing a lot, just like Kelly, like he don't run from that. Mm-mm. No, but which he makes was, him more attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I he think go toe to toe. It knocked him off his game a little bit. Not like game is um, what he's putting out there, but it was like a little jarring to him. Oh, because like, she okay. was like, like knife. Because she was like, <laughs> blinking like she was crazy. And he okay. was like, "Well, give her sixteen of them, then." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it is funny. Like mm-hmm. it's enough to like catch you. Yeah um which is really what it is you know you just need enough to be able to get a pinky in somebody and then you know slowly i can get the rest of my claws Mm -hmm. in you eventually yeah um which it seems like that's kind of his method i just need to hook just enough and then i get you yeah and oh we didn't say this for all of y'all who don't know who romany malco is he is the black ball guy that plays in this is us so that's that's his character that most people know him from now see i don't watch that show so is it This Is Us or the other one? It's, it's, it's the uh, other one where the the husband jumped yeah, and it's completed uh, it's a not this unalive. Is it's, it's um, uh, dang it, what is it called? Yeah, I don't know. My yeah, brain. I watched This Is Us. I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember him in that movie. I mean, in that show. Chemo Brain. Because <laughs> oh, I, I just I'm, started watching it, actually. I'm but I can't remember the name up. of it. It is A Million Little Things. Yes. Oh, my bad, y'all. See, this is well outside the type of shows that I watch. So my brain is like, mm-hmm. it's a hard mm-hmm. one. It's, yeah, it I, pull at your heart. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, okay. I've I've only seen certain clips because I ain't got time. To I be think crying. I only seen one. And that was the one where he. And I was like, he yeah, unalived no, himself. Mm-hmm. See, y'all know I watch horror. You might like action, sci-fi, and superheroes. That's about all I watch. I read books. Uh, <laughs> I do both. I read books and I watch shows. <laughs> so then um, they go out on a date and she commences to start putting her rules out there. Mm-hmm. You know, she said, oh, I don't um, get in cars or I don't go on dates for guys that don't with guys that don't open doors or something like that. Yeah, she didn't want to be a chirp chirp girl and she wanted she didn't want to be a sports fish. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so she wanted to make sure that she was putting forth good effort which tells me that she had previously fallen into those traps yep. mm-hmm. with herself but poor little Sonya she just airheading it she up she was like what's wrong with being a trip trip girl <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with being a, a, a sports fish and I'm like if you want a long lasting relationship that's everything. those things do not work mm-hmm. you can't stay there mm-hmm. yeah um, but you know what? I think that comes with like what he was saying um, to to require more mm-hmm. because anytime I go on a date, I would always step to the side. And if you didn't open the door, then this is over. You don't have yeah. shivery. I haven't really that. ever mm-hmm. had that problem. Thank goodness. You know I haven't I mean? either. Like that's just what they was doing. But y'all, y'all know I ain't dating about 50, 11 years. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think i've always looked for other things so opening the door has never been something that even like came to mind for me as something that i would want so for me it wouldn't have bothered me because i would have automatically just walked up to the car mm-hmm. like i wouldn't have waited for him to open the door for me because uh, mm-hmm. i don't even wait for that now 
and it to me it feels weird when I, my door is opened for me like I feel like like what dude move I can do it um <laughs> like by the time you done done all this I could have been in the car already um so I don't think for me that particular criteria would have meant anything for me mm-hmm. yeah I require that from get go from my husband he opens every door and every car door I'm thank you baby yeah, see, that, that, yeah, it's, but that's for me. It don't mean nothing for me. Mm-hmm. But so that I would have been the Sonya in that situation. Yeah. I'd have been like, okay, so all right, he unlocked the door. Okay, let's go. But I think some of the other things that she wanted and would have required, you know, definitely spoke more to kind of what you want long term. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you want someone that is going to invest in you. You mm-hmm. want someone that's going to. Um, have conversation with you yeah. get to know you i mean because mm. about e- them caves <laughs> yes yes plato's not aristotle's mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely uh and you know it was good that she was setting some standard for herself on something yeah. i think that ultimately that was the most important thing for her regardless of whatever the standard was mm-hmm. is that she was setting something different than what she normally did yeah yeah i think what was hard about their first date is watching him keep her at arm's length and her trying so hard to be like okay well talk to me and you could tell she was getting a little frustrated and stuff like that but she kept going at it and it wasn't until they got to the end of the date where they connected on music because we learned later that her uncle is in the music industry and zeke had had a band or a group at one point and so she asked him to play well they play uh jodeci and acted like it was just the coldest thing ever and that she wouldn't know who i was like it's not that are they pretending like people don't know who jodeci is in this movie i mean now if we're if we're looking at it from the perspective of his real age then that would make sense because romany is actually old like he's um in his 50s like he's older I know, but like, but I'm saying like from a, like you a young person and I'm an older person, but they were the, they looked and acted like they were in the same Mm -hmm. age age group. So I I didn't take that from that, but come to find out he got this band and not band group and he didn't had a whole album and the song pretty okay. The, the lyrics, not the, no, his, his album didn't go nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying the lyrics was okay for mm-hmm. the song. But I was like, okay, who broke your heart? And that's exactly what she said, too. Because mm-hmm. you can tell the whole song just sound like he said. <laughs> he yeah, I was like, ooh, what's going on with this song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for her, like, I think she was one of those, it was one of those situations where if if you engage, if you, you know, learn how to communicate and have a relationship then you possibly could change i ain't i'm not talking about dating people to change them and stuff like that but you could definitely see a difference in someone when you actually begin to engage with them Mm -hmm. yeah he was so checked out of the dating process that he didn't even realize that he truly liked this girl and he realized he was dating yeah, he thought no, he was he, still pursuing. He uh-huh. he knew he was dating when he talked about five dates. <laughs> That's For a what... nightcap. Yep. And then your nightcap turned out to be coffee and cookies. And he thought. Which is a nightcap. He, did y'all <laughs> see him take them protections out? 
mm-hmm. to look at him to see which one he was about to use. Neither, sir. Neither of them. Well, I thought it was interesting that he put the gold one back in his pocket, which I, is normally what men would keep out. But I'm trying to figure out, are you saying that about her? Or are you saying that about you? Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a deep dive right mm-hmm. there. Because mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, he put the gold one back? Because, you know, that ego thing be hmm. real sometimes. Um, and it's like people do you have you've seen people put their entire head in a condom right so you know, like, <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> it stretches just make sure you know how to it's it latex on. like you ever seen latex gloves like they they mm-hmm. you know stretch stretch mm-hmm. armstrong out here but i also thought it was good about her too is that she even changed the way she dressed because she mm-hmm. had that i think she had a black little sexy little dress well, she on had first. too mm-hmm. yeah but she was the most undergarment showing this person in this movie. Girl, well, I know this is on down a couple of dates, but when <laughs> when they was in the car and she had them, them granny gra- panties, mm-hmm. I was like, some people do not care about them granny panties, especially with this whole thing where men loving uh, the moo-moos oh, that oh, women be wearing. Yes. I'm like, they don't be caring. They will go and take them right on off of you. That's why I was like, ma'am. That's probably the least of his concern. But but see, I, but of course she, she did that. Important. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it did that. She did to that for her. her. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't see it. <laughs> and it was raggedy. Mm-hmm. But it did help her. Yeah. Because she was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-uh, sorry. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and he was like, wait, what? Oh, you're going to leave me out here like this? Yep. Yes. So, um... You know, they get to their, their dates, and, of course, once the guys learn about the book, you know, this is when he does his super flip and change. So this is where I said I have two thoughts about it. But wait, but wait. Mm. Before you go into that, mm. he didn't flip. He was like, I'm done. He was going to dump her. Oh, that's right. He, sure was. he was. She gonna was going to dump like, her. hey, I have a surprise. Oh, We're going yeah. To see With the, the concert. Um, John, John Legend. Legend. That's yeah. right. And so that I think that's when he officially was won over like yeah. he was like yep she's a nice person yes mm-hmm. that's that's right that's when he flipped he did mm-hmm. but uh what's the name little brother <laughs> did not make it easy for zeke to freak because hmm. she's sitting there looking like what you gonna call me zeke i know and they did the still shot on both of them yeah back and forth and he said And, and she was like, mm-hmm. that's when he won her over. That was it. That was all she wrote. And then he said, I love you. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it was 70 days, not 90. Okay. And he meant it. That's the thing. Because that was spontaneous. He was like, yeah. oh, shoot. Yeah. And she was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got him. Mm-hmm. Because it was, I mean, it was spontaneous. She did something for him that was truly about his goal, his dream, and something that he had been really working towards for, well, he had kind of let it go, really. Yeah. Um, so, and, and getting back in that writing, because that's where you make your money. Yeah. Uh, so it was a, it was real. Mm-hmm. You know, that really came out. Um, so that's why I say I feel two ways about him. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I think what he did was slimy. Yeah. But I think he also really did mm-hmm. love her. He just didn't know that he loved her. Yeah. I think it was running. He wasn't, because he wasn't used to it. And mm-hmm. he had been hurt by the girl, whoever he made that song by. So, of mm-hmm. course, he probably put that wall up thicker than thieves. Yeah. Wounds and scars. There you yep. go. 
So then, of course, as she calls it, got the cookie. Hmm. And it started out, I was like, oh, because I hadn't watched this in so long. Uh, And he he had the little note there. And I was like, oh, oh, I thought, yes. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. He just went to go get breakfast uh, or coffee or whatever. I can't remember what he wrote on there. Breakfast. Uh, But then I was like, why are you going through his drawers? Mm-hmm. Cause this was her first night staying over there. Yeah, I was like, I didn't understand that. I was like, why you going shouldn't through? have been doing that? Why are you going through his drawers? But you know, plot. Uh, so then she sees the book, and she now knows, you know, because of course now they highlighting and circling <laughs> stuff in the book. So now she know that he done found out about the ninety day plan. So now she feel played, and she was. I mean, not in the actual situation, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, he started off playing her. But then by you know, that time he wasn't right. That's why I say I feel two ways about about his. It's a little more complicated because he started off doing that, but then it became real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was hurt. Well, she was. She acted that scene too. I was like, did. "Oh, Megan." She did. Megan can cry mm-hmm. <laughs> like them them those tears right before they shoot out your eyes. She can. She can yeah. do that. Those well up tears. Mm-hmm. Man, I was like, oh, she did that. Uh, cause that looked painful. Like, like you played me. <laughs> it did. Like, it was like for real. Like you, you really, you played me for a fool. She was sitting on them steps way. She done threw this pole book at Romney. I mean, mm-hmm. at, um, Zeke. Zeke. Mm. It was hard. Cause it's like now I've invested so much in the belief that you were not what I thought you were going to be. And then the reality for this particular moment um, that what I know that reality actually was true. You were everything that I hoped you wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And oh, when she said, even when you tell me it, I oh. want, oh, she was like, I want to believe it. Been there. Mm-hmm. My heart wants to believe it, but I know you lying to me. <laughs> I was like, Oh, Maya. You hurt my heart when you say I'm that. I'm sorry, girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and I, I felt bad for her because, you know, it's like, dang, you know, she put all her, she she really put herself out there yeah, um, and tried to do things, you know, quote unquote, the right way this time. And then it still blew up in her face. Um, And now, you know, he know he got to come correct now. Mm-hmm. He don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. At all. Which he did. Mm-hmm. He sang to her, which he hadn't. He said he hadn't sang in years. Went to their little, uh, I guess it's their little coffee shop that they like or whatever. Um, had went on a date or something too, right? Mm. In the movie, maybe. He, I think she had tried to encourage him to go up there, and he's like, "I'm not going up there and sing." Oh, um, but he tried to sing his little sing his track seven uh, song. It sounds just as hard it. as when he played it. <laughs> but he ran after her. He did. Um, and confessed and talked about uh, Aristotle's caves. For anybody that doesn't know what that reference is, it's not Aristotle's caves; it's Plato's cave. They're it's different. Mm-hmm. But he was like, "We t- we stayed up all night. <laughs> we talked about things. I want it all. I don't want sex." And she looked at him and he's like, "Well, I do want sex, but I want the other stuff too." He told us we can start the ninety days over. <laughs> <laughs> like really, sir. Pulled his calendar out. 
I appreciate the gesture though. Right. You know, it's like, cause now you understand the reason, mm-hmm. you know, that she just, that she wasn't just trying to, you know, keep it from you or control you. Like this was more about her, mm-hmm. um, Doing setting a boundary different. for herself yeah. that, you know, like you were saying a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. uh, not leading with my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not yours anyway. That's her body. Yeah. So as far as the second movie is concerned, I feel like their structure really wasn't nobody's was. Yeah. as big of a deal in the second one. Cause she was really just kind of feeling some kind of way. Cause he had a past, but he was lying about it. He wasn't being honest with the, the depth of mm-hmm. what he, you know, had actually been doing. And it was coming to bite him, bite him in the booty. Cause he didn't got drinks spilled on him everywhere. They turn somebody calling him Zeke the freak. Mm-hmm. And he's, nervous about wanting to marry her so it seems like he's actually nervous about wanting to be with her Mm -hmm. you know yeah but i think he just wasn't communicating well on knowing that he was removed from that life now i agree um because he was know. nervous when the dude was talking to him like, hey, hey, you know, stop, 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 stop. I don't want this, to know all that. This my lady. This this my girl. Right. And I, because I, I understand she was upset about him not being honest, but I don't think anybody is truly honest about their complete sex life. Like, and do you want him to be? Right. Do like, you really want to know if he slept with 4,000 women? Do you want to know that? Well, she was with Kanye. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that I was like, do you really want him to be that? how open are you wanting him to be about all of this? Right. And, and if he is that open, are you going to hold that against him? Right. Yeah. What's the purpose of it? Right. I mean, cause right now he's same. And, but I, I think that's, that goes back to her not trusting him mm-hmm. when he, you know, all that stuff in his apartment and stuff. So I think that is probably why she was saying that she wanted him to be honest, but can you handle the truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause some truths, um, are very big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he did insert his foot all in his mouth when he was talking about her uh, clothing design and and things like that, even though he wasn't intending to Mm -hmm. do that. It's just the man was nervous. He was. Anybody that has ever proposed, y'all know what that feel like to be super nervous. Is she going to say yes or is he going to say yes or whatever? So I I got it. I get Mm -hmm. it. Because towards the end, they all, him and her got it together. I mean, she was super, you know, distraught. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, nah, I'm coming to get you, girl. Walked in the water. Chest deep. And it was cold. It was a, it was a bridge <laughs> for him to get over to her. <laughs> the and the ring was beautiful. But I'd have let you walk through it, too. Yeah. And I would have been set. I'd have just watched the whole time mm-hmm. with a scowl on my face, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, laughing on the inside because you idiot. It's a bridge on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes the gestures, you know, much more grander. Of course, you you know he waded through the water. Yeah. Um, and then came up with his shaky voice, you know, <laughs> said that he <laughs> he want her to uh, be his wife. He said, "Let's make mm-hmm. this thing official." Uh, and of course, she said yes. Of course, of course. With her big old ring. It was huge. I forgot what Zeke did. What does Zeke do? I don't know if they said mm-hmm. said what Zeke did. Cedric did. Cedric, yeah, they said what Cedric did. I just don't remember because he started in the mail room. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But he got some money. Enough, yes. Yeah, to buy that big old ring. Yeah, and have the apartment that he had. Yeah, yeah. that apartment was fire. Yeah, it was. And it was a two-story. Mm-hmm. It, it, in mm-hmm. California. 
Okay. <laughs> in a prime spot to be walking, getting breakfast, and you ain't go- getting robbed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, of course, she says yes. And that pretty much ends their story um, for yeah. the film at that point. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I think after that, they all uh, check out of the hotel and are going <laughs> to the um, lobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Cedric, Cedric dropped, dropped the dollar. dollar. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he's been trying to make this money back the whole time. I think he used his wife's credit card to, I was like, this man Business has no card. reading comprehension skills. How did you not read that says $4,000 off per night? $40,000 per That's night. expensive. Yeah. Yes. That room better come with all those accommodations. Right, and a butler. Mm-hmm. It, sir, how did you think you was going to get a butler for $4,000? I need somebody to feed me. For 4000 You need to be like coming to America right. when, you know, the royal, everything is clean. Your high, it need to be on that level. Yes. $40,000 a night. Because in, in two days, I done spent almost $100,000. <laughs> you know what I'm My saying? My nerves is bad. <laughs> Once you add and tax you, on it. And you having a bachelor party for your for the groom. and <sighs> So much. Yeah. So much. But that's all the, the, the couples. Any final thoughts about the film in general? or So what I'll say about the film, it wasn't like the best put together, structured film and I feel like they could have expounded on each character more just to give a little bit more backstory and visually the flow of the movie was a little bit too choppy for me Mm -hmm. I agree I think uh for me because they had like a you know some very well-known actors and actresses I think they made the movie better Mm -hmm. than the structure and organization of it so Mm-hmm. I would agree with everything that both of you just said. Mm-hmm. This movie could have standed to have been, if you were going to cover all these different uh, relationship dynamics, uh, it probably needed to be at least two hours. Or, or they longer. needed to, yeah. Or either they needed to um, take some of them out mm-hmm. and, and separate that in. That could have been the second film. Right. You know, if you were going to do it that way. But I agree structurally, visually, this film was very hard to like if you not watching, you're going to miss something mm-hmm. um, because there's so many scenes that are combined into one um, one kind of montage. It was a basically a montage film. That's kind of what the, the, the feeling. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, you know, forest for the trees. So if you pull back and look at the forest, mm-hmm. uh, you know topics were good the topics were good i think for us i think it was uh good examples for what we've talked about in previous sessions about relationships Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. and i think it communicated all of these things in a real world kind of way versus um you know your average reader is not gonna be reading you know psych textbooks (laughs) so you know i think that the book that this was based off of was was great for your average, um, you know, person that wants to read this type of material um, in a very digestible way. Um, so while it's some of it is very stereotypical, like very stereotypical, um, it was still relatable. Yeah. What's y'all? So what's your, oh, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. So what would y'all rate it? Um, on an ABCD level, I would say I give it a solid, um, uh, C plus. 
What's your number though? Out of five? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. 3.25. Oh, me? I'm next. I can go. I'll go ahead. Three. Same. Because <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. it wasn't horrible, mm-hmm. but... Not there earth were, shattering either. There mm-hmm. were some... Um, it's really on the director. We'll, we, we'll put that on the director. I was yeah. going to say, I like the actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. They yeah, did a good I think job. All of, yeah, I think all of the performers did well in the roles that they were cast to mm-hmm. yeah and made the most of what they could mm-hmm. yeah well before we head out we do want to make sure we give some shout outs to our countries because every time we get new folks we want to make sure that they feel good about listening to us so for our new people we have the country of senegal the country of russia and the country of israel welcome guys mm-hmm. welcome welcome yes. welcome yes and also Next month, there will be a disc broad and it will be live. So get prepared for that. So end of September, we're going to we're going to do this thing again. Mm -hmm. Y'all know y'all want to see our faces. (laughs) (laughs) Also, don't forget to help the algorithm. Yes. You know, uh, as you were here in the outro, like, comment, share, subscribe, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers that we out here in this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, cause we want to grow and, uh, help y'all get this information just as much as we want to give it to you. Um, so we appreciate everything. And next month we've got, I would say a pretty good lineup for y'all. We're going to be talking a whole lot about, uh, uh, it's narcissism, right? Me, me and me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely the month of me, myself. <laughs> we hope y'all look forward to it. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.